Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You are watching a master at work. So, hello everyone. Welcome to episode four of the Relentless Diaries. Um, it's the very anticipated episode, I think. It's the Ask the Girls segment. So, if you're familiar with what we've been doing, um, we've been posting um, graphics about reaching out to our audience and for you guys to send us questions about scenarios, experiences, topic suggestions, and we're going to speak on all the questions that we received. Um, actually, I lied. We're not speaking on all of them because there were quite a few so we had to narrow it down and kind of mush the questions together so we tried to answer as best as we can and we have the scenarios we're going to address too i have three of my favorite girls with me so we have dom dahlia slash kisa slash <laughs> slash rose gold slash, and slash. sherry so you guys can like go around introduce yourself Hi. Say one, two. <laughs> i guess i'll go first because i'm next to our lovely host um i am dominique or dom um, I don't know really what to say about myself to be um, honest. You're a great oh, photographer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take your picture. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. I just got into photography, so y'all can all follow me on Dom's Lens. And yeah, let me snap you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Dahlia or Keisha or DJ Rose Gold, as Zoe said. Um, I am a DJ. I have a media agency, and I have a new food business called The Hungry Gyal, yes, because gyal them are hungry. All the time. All those the wings. time. Get those money. Yeah. <laughs> and the mac and cheese. Exactly. And the rosé pasta. And the rosé pasta. Hold on one My name is Sherry. Uh, Sherry DaCosta on Instagram and Twitter. I don't really know what to even define myself as. I'm just I'm just a person that has opinions. That's and you're it. a great nurse. <laughs> and, I, and exactly. And I work in mental health. That's, that's pretty much it. You know, just an advocate trying to do Shit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our frontline workers. <laughs> right. So, um, just a disclaimer I know I have family who listen to this. Um, so, before we get started, I'm just going to let you guys know that there are some inappropriate questions that we were asked that we will address. So, if you are a family member, this is your warning to log out. If you don't want to log out, I warned you. Yeah. Um, my little cousins definitely log out. Oh, we don't have an option. Exactly. So. If they play this in church, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so just that but it. yeah i'm grown get, okay so you can't hold it against me <laughs> okay so let's get into it question one that we received and just so you know everyone is remaining anonymous so 
Question one, what or question one is: Have you ever been or are okay with being a side chick? How do you feel about side niggas slash men? So, <laughs> as long as I know of, I've never been a side chick mm-hmm. willingly at all. I don't mm-hmm. like if you have a girl or a main thing. I'm not gonna be a side chick like ever. Facts. I also don't really <laughs> believe in side niggas. Like I can date multiple at the same time, but you're all on the same level until yeah, one starts doing side. better than the other. Facts. But I'm not gonna have a nigga on the side if I'm in a relationship. Yeah, and I think I hear a lot of women say that like other women get more attracted to a man once he's in mm-hmm. a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I feel the complete opposite. Like really? as soon as I know you're in a situation <laughs> or you have a girl, like. I'm good. I think it's yeah. the Leo in me that wants to just be number one. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need Yo. to be the only one. I need to be your sun, moon, and stars. Like, everybody else is canceled. Oh, <laughs> so, right. I don't think I could be a side chick, to be honest. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there just has to be a benefit to it. Like, I... Like, okay, full disclosure, when I started in that situation, I was an unintentional side chick. I didn't okay. know. Okay, okay, and okay, then okay, when okay. I found out, it's just like, you know what? This is kind of cool. I don't have to deal with your emotional baggage. I don't have to talk to you every night. You can't ask me what I'm doing, what I'm doing it with, because you already have somebody. So mm-hmm. it was like, it worked out perfectly for me for the time being, but things always get messy and like how you get them is how you lose them and it's just mm-hmm. like one of those things if you get into it you have to be aware of the consequences yeah. like and you gotta be able to fight because if you're gonna be fucking somebody's <laughs> man like listen a you lot. gotta be ready for a girl to pull up on you at any moment like <laughs> you can't be getting into this like listen you're better living in fear like listen imagine living in fear over a man over a man no you gotta be ready to fight at any point I feel like to like draw your boundaries too yeah you definitely you have to be able to separate those yeah you gotta have have, like hella boundaries if you're gonna get into a situation like this like i'm not no like side chick phd like text people man 101 like it's just like i've been in it once and i knew it wasn't for me but yeah. it was just like i did see the benefits and i understand why some women get into it because like you don't have to deal with a lot of stuff and it makes it easy like it just makes it easy if you don't want nothing but like i said you always gotta think you gotta think about like i said the risk how you're gonna be portrayed like you Facts. know what i mean it's 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 really messy it's really messy i'm definitely not cut out for it yeah <laughs> like on both ends of the spectrum like i've never been a side chick i'm gonna say that very i'm i'm very confident that yeah. i've never been a side chick <laughs> first of all i was like mm, have i been no and i don't know like you said like I'm very strong in, like, the the golden rule. Whatever you do to, like, don't do to others what you wouldn't want done mm-hmm. back to you. So I feel like I don't put myself in situations that I wouldn't be okay with. Like, when the tables turn, I don't want to be on the other side of the table. So I don't think I could have a side nigga, but, like... I don't know. Like you said, if they're all on the same level, then they're not sides, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. There's no main. Like, none of you guys are number one. Yeah. So, two, It's three, a competition. Four, just figure yeah. it out. I just feel like with a side nigga, like, do I have energy? No. no. Do I no. have time? No. Even juggling men. Like, one man. <laughs> one man <laughs> is too much. Like, lot. one man yes. is enough. It, yeah. Y'all already too much to handle, too yeah. much to juggle, too much to deal yeah. with. Like, I have to deal with two But that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Do you know how <laughs> many times I hear guys say that? Like, I feel like guys say that a lot. That they're like, I can't even handle one girl, much no. less have multiple. They but lied. then it's like, you <laughs> have they all lie, these sis. girls yeah, on your line. You have, like, I feel like guys yeah. say that line a lot, and it's cap. Men are liars. Yeah. Men yeah, are simple. Don't get me started on When I say it, it's facts when they're saying it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I also believe in relationship karma. Yeah. So I feel like if I'm a side chick, 
I just feel like I'm gonna end up dealing with exactly. a side chick when I actually like it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I just feel like it's all gonna come back to you. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I try not to do bad things yeah. relationships. I don't. I can't afford relationship karma. I can't, I can't afford <laughs> like, it. Once you finally no. find the one, like yeah. I'm not trying to play with this in any way. Yeah. <laughs> no facts though. Okay. Um. Question two. Okay, an old man wants to be your sugar daddy, but says you must claim him publicly. What do you do? <laughs> I'm not Okay, first know. of all, we got to define sugar daddy cuz if he's like a splenda spouse, like he's not like if you're just doing it for splenda, a what, 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 like you know, like you you're you don't like, wait, 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 sorry. You, like you know a, a play, like if you don't have a real sugar, like if you're just trying to bag me up, buy me a bag here and there. Mm. I'm not claiming you in public cuz anybody can buy me a bag. I can buy my own bag. Like I'm not. Are you good? <laughs> no, Splenda. I'm still on the Splenda 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 Glucose guardian. Like, sugar like that. He doesn't even have. If you don't sugar. have sugar like that, I'm not claiming you publicly. Like, okay, so say are you like gonna a, like a sugar daddy? Like, okay, he has a lot of money. He, he has puts you up in a nice apartment in Toronto, penthouse. Like pays my tuition. Pays <laughs> no, your tuition. You know, gives you weekly allowances. Listen. Buys you anything you want. Like sugar. If he's trying to like Fructose. fly me out on a private jet. To Italy for the night because yeah, you know yeah. I'll 100 percent claim you. What? Yeah. Who is gonna talk shit to me? I am flying to Italy tomorrow. I can't hear you on my private jet. Like, <laughs> I don't care if the man is old and ugly. I don't like, care about your opinion. Exactly. What if he's like like 75? Nah. Like, and I'm gonna be well, on that private jet, private plane. Exactly. And I'm gonna claim Jesus that Christ. life insurance. And I'm gonna be sitting pretty. I can't hear you, haters. You're not in my tax bracket. Like. <laughs> I don't be broke. Exactly. I do not. <laughs> you outside the club. So you can't you're even get in beside this man like big big selfies yes, on Instagram. Yes, Sherry, yes. I don't care. Listen, you cannot hate. Exactly. The lock emoji. Yeah. I'm even throw fire in that. Yes, daddy. That's my daddy. <laughs> damn right. I'll like put your to my bio. <laughs> you guys private jet life. What do you know about that? Like, no, you cannot talk shit. How are you gonna talk shit? How are you gonna talk shit? I feel like for me it depends. This is gonna sound so. Like shallow. Oh, no. It really depends how handsome he is. If he's like George Clooney, he, you do yeah, it. He's like George Clooney. <laughs> what girl? I have a whole YouTube channel with the man. Are you uh, you see you see I'll, I'll play interracial YouTube couple. But if he's looking like like Prince Charles, like nah, I don't know about that. Listen, man, if Prince Charles had enough money, I do not <laughs> care. I don't care. Ball spot and all, I'm claiming you. Like <laughs> because guess what? If I'm the only one who loves you in your dying days, yes. guess where the inheritance is going, exactly. sweetie? It's going exactly. into my bank account. RBC, get yourself ready, please, because there's a big storm coming. <laughs> Bruh. Are you waiting for my answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just taking in everything that you guys are saying. My my answer is, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. What if he's like handsome, handsome? I couldn't do it. Because at the end of the day, like I feel like you're going to want something back, and I ain't giving you shit. What if it's Idris? But that's what he wants back. But he, that's, he wants, wants sugar. He wants clay. That's what sugar daddies yeah. are. That's yeah. my point. You're not getting it back. Just do Bacchus so all I the could... time. You don't have to look at him. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. my <laughs> God. I couldn't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with me, and I think there's another question about this. Like, the thing with me is, if I'm not physically attracted to you, I don't, like. Same. I can't do, I can't do it on any level. I can't yeah. do the pretending. I can't do the fake. Yeah. I can't do the anything. I don't care what you're buying me. I can't do it. Yeah. If I'm not physically attracted to you, I can't do it. That's something you have to be handsome for me. No, no, no. But <laughs> old to me is also just not physically attractive. Idris Elba's old and he's fine as hell. That's fine, but you're 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 fine yeah. in that age bracket. <laughs> you're not fine <laughs> in my age bracket. <laughs> that's how that's how I see it. Like I have like my age. Mm-hmm. I can't go above that age. Okay, you know? what's your age? Like yeah, what's your cap? What's the- 
My oh. cap for myself at my age is like 28, 29. Really? Maximum. That's it? Maximum. I think I can do 10 years. So mm. that's 34. I couldn't. No. Mm-mm. What? I think when you're younger, that's like drink, girl. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Like, cause I start thinking about my first thought goes to like the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm 30 and you're 40, like you're already graying and I'm just starting right. my shit. Oh, right. Not great. And he probably shooting blanks. Listen. (laughs) Seriously. Probably shooting blanks. Yo. And you don't get your kids. For real though, that's my thing. Like, I feel like our ages can't be too far off. Because if there are, like, we might be at two very, like, 10 years is a big gap. Like it is. I, don't, I feel I don't you, but I think so. that's a that's a qu- yeah. that's a conversation for my husband though. Yeah. Like you're my sugar daddy. <laughs> you're my sugar daddy. No, yeah, yeah. No, this is beyond yeah, the sugar daddy. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, this okay, is beyond okay, the sugar okay. daddy thing. Just in general, mm-hmm. I just my my age is just like I don't know. You can't be too much older than me because then I'm gonna feel like I don't know. I don't know. No, I feel you. I don't know. Different stage in life. Yeah, like yeah. you're gonna want kids before I want kids. Maybe exactly. Exactly. It's you might be in a spot where I'm just now getting to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we have to be, like, similar. Mind you, obviously, it's a case-by-case situation. Maybe there's someone. But then, no, actually, cause I was just going to say, maybe there's someone that's older that's not there yet. But then, what are you doing at your big, big yeah, age? Yeah, yeah. And, and you're not there yet. yet. <laughs> at your big, big age. You don't and want that either. There. So, yeah. Okay, next question. How do you feel about dating men with children? Okay. <laughs> no. discussion. No, no. So, okay. Uh, no, hold on. Take it back. So, don't take it back. Say no. No, it's still no. It's still no. But it's like okay. So my grandfather has a son, like outside of like my grandmother, like an older son. So like, I look at like if my grandmother said no Mm -hmm. because he already had a son, my whole family would never been here. You know what I mean? So it's like oh, that kind of you know weighs Mm -hmm. it out. But it's like me personally, like. No, like I want to have your, you know, I want to be like the first to have your kids. Like I also yeah. like, I know like not all baby moms are crazy, and mm-hmm. but it's like a good amount of them are. Oh There's always that connection. There's always that history. There's always that like, I don't want her at mm-hmm. the birthday party, or yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I don't want her dropping him or her to school, or don't touch the. Yeah, it's just too many things, and like. I'm not dealing with it. No I'm not. Yeah. I hear you. you My know? family is very blended as well. Like, there's a lot of mm-hmm. stepchildren, mm-hmm. step parents, step aunties, uncles. Like, we have it all. And I just feel like I've seen too many horror stories, yeah. like right. of people just dealing with baby mamas mm-hmm. and baby daddies from hell. Yeah. And it doesn't end. Like, you're tied to this person for life. Even if you're not always seeing them, it's like, like you said, I'm gonna see you at the birthday party. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see you yeah. at the graduation. Like, I can't escape you. Yeah. And I just feel like I didn't sign up for all this. Like, I really did not. I feel like maybe if I was older and having a hard time yeah. like meeting people, then maybe I'd be more open to yeah. it. Yeah. Um. But you know, no shame to the people who do do it, because I mean, God bless yeah. people right. who are able to love their mm-hmm. stepchildren and be in that situation, especially at this age. Yeah. 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 Or like at my yeah. age, it's like I'm still fairly young to be a yeah. freaking stepmom. So it's like you do a baby mom drama from like. A teen mom, yeah, like, exactly. That's <laughs> and I feel like, like I want our parenting experience, our first parenting experience, to be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, feel like, yeah. I don't want you to have done this before and know I feel all like, like, I feel don't show me out. So I know, right? I feel, like, I feel like it really depends on the situation. Like, I feel like beyond dating, like if this is someone that you're actually really serious about, I feel like at that point, if you're transparent about whatever relationship you and your baby mother have then mm. that's different yeah. you know yeah, what I mean course, like if this is someone that you're like listen she's in her own thing I'm now interested in you like 
there's nothing there. You know what I mean? Like, if you're transparent about that, I personally don't see there being an issue. It, would it be my first choice to date a man with a child? No. no. Mm-hmm. But if this, like, I'm not going to make that throw me off because at the end of the day, if we have something really good going, I'm not going to make that stop wow, it. What if she's a mm-hmm. fucking that's nightmare? Though. Then that's then, a different then, story. That's dead. That's dead. Like, <laughs> that will throw me off. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, de- yeah, it's like, dead. Mm-hmm. There are dead. really amazing like co-parenting yeah. situations. 100%. Right? For there sure. Really are, yeah. yeah. But... Sometimes. I, I would always feel like, you know, you hear those, you hear those like horror stories and stuff like that. Like, listen, like, any, like, babe, like, they're always going to still be fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard, I've heard of that. My chest. That it's like, listen, it's like, listen, no matter, no matter what, yeah, they're always still going to love each other. There's always Mm. still going to be like, bro, I'm just imagining like, my yeah. husband posting a like baby mama appreciation post and being like this woman is everything yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could not I will literally combust imagine no, yeah. coming Mother's Day and it's I a couldn't. fucking carousel <laughs> of you and then the baby moms oh no it has to be me no 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 it has to be me I feel that Mother's Day to me I feel that you gotta put a slideshow of your baby mama yeah. like yeah, you don't appreciate us all the same there's me and then there's everyone else no sir but like I said it takes it takes a certain type of woman to actually be able to do that and yeah. a certain type and of situation a, too. Like, yes. I would never. I always try to say never say never because I found myself in situations point blank the side chick thing. I always said I'd never be one, and mm. then I ended up one with my dumb ass. But <laughs> you know, like I wouldn't say I would never date a man with kids, but it would have to take a very particular situation mm-hmm. to to make me want to do it. Like you guys have to extremely co-parent. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nothing more than that. Boundaries mm-hmm. are in place. Like she's cool, I'm cool. But outside of that, I'm not like I'm not fighting to tear yeah. apart your family. Like yeah. go be like if she still loves you, like go go be with that. Like yeah. go work mm-hmm. that out. Like I don't want to be the person that's like taking you away from your kid and a mother that still wants to be with you. Like exactly. I'm not gonna fight with you over that. No, yeah. absolutely. There's not. no competition there. Like so what me, if, like, like plot twist. Zoom. What? If- <laughs> <laughs> you need a soundboard, <laughs> what if you guys are together and he has a baby outside of your relationship? A break baby? Oh, oh that's dead. That's dead. That is dead. Are you that baby will not have a father. <laughs> that baby will not have a no. father. He is dead. Like, a break baby? Mm-hmm. No. It's done. No. Because then? Yeah. Yeah. You can't be validated from the game. You, you, can't, you no. can't come back. Who? Do I look like Gabby? I would literally say Gabby. Listen, she is a better woman than me. I am not. And are you Dwayne Wade is a better question. Exactly. Are you Dwayne Wade? Are you? Like, no. Listen, I'm gonna need a Lambo truck to overlook that break baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, break babies are not Uh it. I'm looking at this baby in the face that looks just like you, and I know it's not mine. This is the next woman. No, 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 no. No. Like, literally, no. I'm not doing it. No. I would think I want the Lambo. Give me a Lambo truck for a second. We're not together. I'm taking that just for the inconvenience. I'm actually (laughs) selling it and investing in property. Okay, question four. That one made my chest hot. Like, what and is it wasn't your even biggest <laughs> sexual and non-sexual turnoffs. Let me start. <laughs> okay. Let me let me get let me get this one out of the way because I let you guys know already, and I tweeted this the other day. One thing that really turned me off about said person that I was in cahoots with, they had a Montclair jacket. <laughs> <laughs> The Montclair oh jacket was a small, and their size was a large. And I oh said, my God. "Stop!" <laughs> Did he get on Kijiji or something? Listen, <laughs> 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 what? 
one big turnoff for me is like if you're not dressed to the nines, and by the nines I mean if your clothes don't fit you properly, if they're not clean, if you're not, if you're not wear the right size, if you're not if you're not ironing your clothes. Listen, but the Montclair jacket that it was the Montclair jacket for me. So what happened? Because you know you wore it because you wanted it that badly. That's the whole turn off. Like you wanted it too bad. You wanted it way too bad. All the other sizes were sold out. So and he said, I'm a hold small. I don't care so if my wait, wrist is showing. Like, so did y'all just like meet up and then all of a sudden you like you just you like hey hey, hey I'm over here. You, you look know, over and he's you know, like mini when jacket. When- <laughs> No, no. If you you know you know when your parents do like the test when you raise your hand. Oh my god! I'm done. You guys can go. I'm done. Don't you pass me the wine? That's your Okay, so I'll do that. So my biggest non-sexual turn off. Yeah, I think it's definitely men. That's one of them is men who can't dress. I thought you were gonna say men. Men. I didn't know we was going there today. (laughs) Men who can't dress is like, okay, like literally, come on. (sighs) Men who aren't like well kept, like don't Mm. have like clean fingernails, you know what I mean? Don't keep up with like, even just like washing your face with some type of soap. Some men just use fucking water Bro, like, and it's like yo you are a psychopath like how do you just wash it with splash splash with water but it's not I, or they're getting the Irish spring on their face like oh, oh, don't get me started on the Irish Listen, spring Irish it needs spring. to go it needs oh, to that's, go that's gross and that's that is a turn off to me yes however playing devil's advocate if their skin is still super clear you can't knock them for it yeah, but if they look ashy, but it's kind of like, I get it. If they look ashy though, and like you can tell, yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah, keep that's them. different. However, like, if your skin is actually still clean and it's like, bro, what do you do with your face? Give me your skincare routine. They're like water. You can't that's, knock that's them. True. I can't. That's true. That's true. But if your forehead's looking like, like, like a bar, that's we're different. gonna have to reevaluate. Yeah. <laughs> that's but is your face even clean though? That's my thing. Like your face that's, isn't even clean. You have sixty-five years of building. Like, yeah, in your, your skin looks good, but your face isn't clean. Your, face, your skin is just that. hard it's, and reflecting. Like, let's go get some no exfoliation. No like, you know what I mean? It's like no. It's very dead skin accumulating. Two is men don't ever yell at me. Like Ooh, ever, I don't yeah. like that either. Ever yeah. in your life, mm-hmm. if you yell at me, we are done. I will never speak to you again. Do not raise your voice at me. Ever. No meet your maker, yeah. to be honest. Like ever, <laughs> um, sexual. I don't like men who can't kiss. That's Ooh, one thing. Yes. Oh, you can't kiss. You can't kiss. You can't do nothing else. We're can't. not gonna work out. Like, and don't that's even. It. Jeez, that's I it. That's s- that. Bad experiences. I literally have PTSD right now. Do tell. Yeah. Do tell. <laughs> Please. That's Yo, it. Low key, it's. It was a Twitter man, so I can't even say like <laughs> redacted. I can't say what it's redacted. It's redacted. Bro, every time I tried to kiss this guy, and he tried to kiss me, I was just like, "What?" Like, okay, <laughs> let me let me tell you the noise. I'm already, okay, yeah. this is no, some no, ASMR. No, 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 no. Okay? I don't want to hear this. Some ASMR for your asses. Okay, every time he kissed me, he was like. I could literally hear it. It was disgusting. I was like, please. Well, where was that sound where coming that from? Sound like, coming? How I don't get it. Like... At what point? Was it at the beginning? In the middle? At the end. At the end. Like, oh, like wow. and it's just like, like. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> that was a turn off. That was a turn off. Oh my God. For me, non-sexual turn offs, bro. Listening to people chew. If you oh, chew loud yeah. and you're like mm-hmm. smacking and yes. shit, I just. Oh I, can't. I can't. Heavy mouth breathers? Bro. Mouth breathers? Yeah, that's a don't lot. Get me started and I'm a mouth, mouth breather myself, but I'm hella conscious about yeah, that. Yeah. Just like, I don't mean they're like, uh, in the phone. Like, where are your manners? At least like, be a silent mouth breather. Like, yes, be a silent mouth breather, please. <laughs> uh-uh. 
Um, grammar is like a big one for oh me. Oh my <laughs> god. Don't get me started on the illiterate ass niggas that I be talking to. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. Grammar is like a oh big, big, big turnoff. The for one me. who say breath instead of breathe. Yeah. No. Like quiet instead of quit. Like no. why is grade three grammar kicking your ass? It's the you witch, are 28 for me. Like, <laughs> it's the witch and witch. W I T C H. There's no way niggas forget witch and no, witch. Bitch, sis. let me tell you, girl. You be surprised. Let me tell. I really realize that I really ain't got shit. From these niggas when this one nigga had proper punctuation and grammar and I was fucking turned on. I said, get your life. Get your life. Why are you why are you happy? A lie. That he knows how to use periods and commas and fucking apostrophes. A man bitch. will speak proper English and I'll be like, wow. Oh my god. Oh, right? wow. Oh my god. You're different. <laughs> okay. Next question. Question five. Is that single? Single five. Okay, how would you handle dating a man who has a girl best friend that disrespects your relationship boundaries? No, she's getting paged. It's a no. That's what she's getting paged, you're getting paged. If you don't take it lightly, I'm done. Yeah. Facts. It wouldn't even get to that point. We it wouldn't, wouldn't be in a relationship if you have my girl disrespecting me. Like, it's just, yeah, no. I would just drop the both of you. Like, it's just not worth my time. It's not worth it. I've literally been in this exact situation, like, with my ex, and not even yeah. just a girl best friend. Like, a ton of girlfriends who just like mm. he just could not set any boundaries Mm-mm. and girl a girl like me was young and foolish and like we could try to work it out like not the same person <laughs> i am today okay this is not flying but it was just crazy like i'm literally sitting here getting disrespected and i'm saying mm-hmm. things like i'm speaking up for myself like hello can you get these people in line right. mm-hmm. but i also hate being the controlling person that's yeah. like yeah. get this person out of your life like yeah. i've never felt comfortable doing that right so I feel like now I would definitely voice it and say like, yo, if this person can't respect, you need to decide who you're having in your life, me or her, and whatever the decision is, yeah, deuces. (laughs) Kind of like still on this premise, but something that I always say you'll know who are actually your man's friends Facts. you will you really will you'll know who are his who his friends are and who are just like girls that he knows. Like with my ex, for instance me and his actual girlfriends had good relationships because they were the ones that were invited to his birthday parties. They were the ones that w- would be at his house, like, in group settings. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that, you know... It was the birthdays for me, though, mm-hmm. because when I'm seeing all of your niggas here and then your two girlfriends are here, where's the rest of them that you claim to be your friends? Why were they not invited, you know? Right. Right. That was kind of the, the line for me. I was like, so why didn't you invite them to your birthday? Like, oh, we're not really friends like that. Okay. Facts. <laughs> so what so is it? So what is it? <laughs> Yo, birthdays are the one yeah. indicator. Like yeah. you'll yeah, always find exactly. out whether something's real or not on a birthday. Exactly. <laughs> That's very true. It's true. That's it's very true. true. I just feel like like it's yeah, like it's I'm not competing with a girl that you're claiming is just your friend. Mm-hmm. And it's like if she disrespects these boundaries, then she has feelings for you. It's simple. Yeah. Or she's just a psychopath exactly. and doesn't want yeah. you with another girl because she wants you and to And then that's herself. not really not your friend. Yeah, so it's yeah. not. Drop her. So it's like, like, you can only be dumb for so long. Like, yeah. I feel like some guys are just genuinely oblivious and I'm like, bro, you cannot be blind to this your whole entire life. So mm-hmm. you need to the wake other up. Thing, the other thing too is like, what I just don't respect when there's girls that are like the best friend or the friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you need to not go out of your way, but you need to make a point to like, you know, not befriend me 
but show that like you know you respect, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you respect our relationship like i had a situation in my in my last relationship where there was this girl and i kind of had like my little suspicions here and there whatever not that i thought anything was going on but it was just it was just weird mm-hmm. and she went out of her way to message me like i don't want your man and this and that and whatever like why would you come to me like that now mm-hmm. i really feel like you want a lot like it was just it was just a lot like and but that was somebody who also anytime i would see her and she was like with him whatever in like friend situations she wouldn't even say hi she wouldn't even look in my direction mm-hmm. whatever so i was like mm-hmm. this is these are the things that make me feel like you yeah. ain't shit. Right. <laughs> and I think it's up to your man to act of like... 1,000 he's, he's the one who's setting the boundaries. 1,000 percent. Bro, my last relationship versus the relationship I'm in now, like, night and day. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna see how people need to treat me through my man. Like, yeah. he's going to set the tone yep. for how you're gonna treat me in a relationship. Yeah. So yeah. are you acknowledging me when I come around? Or are exactly. you just talking to my man and right. ignoring me? Exactly. Yeah. Or are you making <laughs> slick comments that could be taken the wrong way? Like, but that's the thing. That's, some, that's something that I always do as well. Like, if I see one of my guy friends or there's a guy that I know out and he's with a girl, I always acknowledge same, her same. Always. I'll always even to. if it's not an introduction at least I got high like, yeah exactly. I, I'm not gonna be that bitch that's just like screw facing you just cause you're with my boy exactly. I, I hate yeah. people like like, no. like don't be a weirdo mm-hmm. like just say literally hi. don't be weird yeah. basic respect to be honest yeah. no girls are actually weird because there's a lot of girls who yeah they'll see their guy friend with a girl and they're like oh my god they'll run up and say hi and just like not acknowledge not acknowledge they won't even look at you they'll just like straight keep looking right at them and i'm like i'll fight you right now like i will drag (laughs) you right here and he can get boxed with me at home so you're both getting boxed so we have to talk about it exactly form a support group exactly question six Oh, Lord, this is a big one. Oh. Have you ever lost a long-term female friendship? How did you handle it, and how did it affect you emotionally? Also, how have your female friendships changed over the years? Oh, Lord. I can definitely speak on this one. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely lost a long-term female friendship, and... One thing about me is I'm very quick to, like, if I don't like certain things that you're doing, like, I can discuss it, but if it's something that's, like, I really don't mm-hmm. like, like, I'm very quick to, like, all right, fuck it. Same. You know I mean, like, we're not we're not Dead. friends anymore. Mm-hmm. So this was a situation where, yeah, we were friends for a really long time, and something blew up and got out of hand, and it literally just ended, like, right there and then. Like, I think my f- family also got involved, and they were like, yeah, like, this is not your mm-hmm. friend. Like, you know, the situation wouldn't have yeah. gotten this bad mm-hmm. if this was genuinely your right. friend. Do you know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. To me, it's like when I really look back and reevaluate the situations, it's like if we were actually friends, we wouldn't have gone out like that. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? We would have discussed yeah. in different way or whatever, whatever. So it's like at the end of the day, we both didn't value the mm-hmm. friendship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And even if I tried and you didn't receive it or you tried and I didn't receive it, like it is what it is at that point. And I'm not going to fight mm-hmm. for a friendship that is not both ways. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's emotional in the beginning because like you know you have like fucking snapchat memories and mm-hmm. like yeah. you have like gifts that they gave you and stuff but it's like you know what like yeah whatever like it is what it is at that point like i've never i'm like yeah. i personally never hit that person up it's yeah. like i'm not like you showed yourself to me that day yeah. and it was like from that point it is what it is and right. like i'm that person like i'm not saying fuck you but it's like if i see yeah. you i'm not saying hi yeah. like you know what it is mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's Sucks. like I can be around you. I, n- I can never talk badly on your name or whatever, but it's like when I see you, we're not friends and I'm not saying hello. But I yeah. like, no, I don't speak about you. I don't tarnish your name. Yeah. I just don't bring you up anymore. Yeah, I just don't bring you up anymore. And to me, like, 
that yeah. sound bad you don't exist yeah and with my yo with my, you're preaching to the choir yeah. <laughs> and with my female friendships now i feel like all of my really good friends we have a really good connection where we're all very different but we all know how to like communicate and like work well together if that yeah. makes sense and mm-hmm. i think we all value friendship in the same way mm-hmm. that like i never really see our friendship dying out it took me a long time to really find friends who like mm-hmm. could under even though we're so different we understand each other so well. we don't have to approach each other we've been like through things where like we see each other grow in so many different ways mm-hmm. that it's like those are the girls that i value mm-hmm. to this day and i really like this is the first group of friends that i have that i don't see myself yeah forever ever falling out with them or even if we do yeah. get an argument it's always it's like the next yeah. day like we're fine right. yeah. you know what yeah. i mean like it's never got to the point where it's like you are no longer my friend fuck you yeah Yeah. so something i feel like we do a lot um i've definitely lost long-term female friendships um but i feel like something that's really helped me in my female friendships now and how they've changed is it's like the same way you approach a relationship like you're setting your intentions Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and we talk to each other like on a deeper level like what are you hoping to get out of this friendship? Like, mm-hmm. what kind of person are you? Like, we'll talk on this on a deep, deeper level and really set the intention for the friendship the same way you would for a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I feel right. like that's so important because you can kind of glimpse into how a person is thinking and, you know, what they're hoping to kind of get from this. Like, are you hoping to be a forever friend or are we just trying to go to the club together? You know what I right. mean? Right. Um, I've definitely lost a long-term female friendship and it was over some petty stuff. And I agree with you, Zoe. Like, I feel like you really realize that those friendships weren't real to begin with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I've had people come back and, like, apologize to me. But from then, it's like, okay, if you were one of the people that apologized, cool i have no bad mm-hmm. blood it's mm-hmm. fine whatever happened happened we're not besties and yeah. we know we know this right. <laughs> yeah. right. and to the people who don't say anything i'm not yeah. speaking bad on your name like you said i'm not going out of my way to you know talk about you or the situation because it's behind me now and i'm mm-hmm. doing so much better than i once was because it's sad at first it feels like a breakup to be honest yeah, it does um but yeah you heal from it and you learn how to navigate your your relationships yeah. a little bit better going forward yeah. yeah and what's important to you 100 yeah i have like lost a few in my in my life and i'm hoping at this point i don't lose anymore to be honest mm-hmm. like I've, i mm-hmm. definitely think i've grown as a woman and and even improved my uh my circle of friends so that it we just don't have those type of arguments or fallouts like to be honest in the past when i have lost um long-term female friendships like they ended very ugly um and part of it was because i I just got disrespected like i just got disrespected and and it really came down to me having just a poor judgment of character when it came to women like just seeing people and just like oh you know like yeah all these people are saying things about you but it's up to me to kind of like form my own opinion and i'm very like a with women i don't know why i'm like an all or nothing like we either gonna be really good friends mm-hmm. or we just can be acquaintances that we see once in a while I but i feel like that. i, feel I go that. all yeah. in with my with my friendships yeah. and i think the reason why some of them don't work out is because like i just hold like morals and principles to such a high standard like i'm like anybody who knows me knows me loyalty is like one of my biggest things so like mm-hmm. if you're not going to show me loyalty i'll just drop you like like it doesn't matter if we know each other for six seven eight years if i have to question our friendship at any point you are dead to me at that point like right. you are gone you're out of my circle because i'm not going to give you a second chance mm-hmm. to make me question it again or for you to even do something to have me out here looking stupid yeah. um I think in the future now, like I've gotten to a point where I just, I found friends that share the same principles as me, share the same kind of like goals in life. Um, Even if we have our disagreements, it's the same thing as Zoe said, like this is for life. Like, you know what I mean? We've been through so much 
and the communication is just open like we can mm-hmm. talk to each other if there's an issue we can agree to disagree we can call each other out and it's not like no beef ting like if they're just like yo you're moving waste right now I'm not gonna be like you know what fuck you too like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be like alright you know what if she says you're it right, I actually yeah, might right. be moving waste like <laughs> let me reevaluate you know like it's not so I appreciate the friendships that I have now but definitely took a long time for me to get there like I just had to mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. Same. I just had to learn that's all and I think when you're younger like the basis of your friendship can be more superficial yeah oh oh, yeah i definitely had friends that's just like and i looked back on Mm -hmm. it too kind of trying to take accountability for myself like where could i have gone wrong in the friendship to kind of lead to this Mm -hmm. and it's like maybe i was just friends with this person for the connections that they gave me you know what i mean or maybe you know vice versa and i think as you get older like you learn to cherish the real connections more because you've gone through all of those Mm -hmm. things right and you realize losing friendships hurts no matter it what does, level right. it sucks right so going forward it's like how can i preserve my relationships mm-hmm. better and how can i treat my the women around me better mm-hmm. and right how can we foster our relationships deeper on a deeper level so i feel like for me um i've lost a lot of friends mm-hmm. they were never long-term friends right um they were just people that i met we started hanging out shit happened we fell out so to be honest, those didn't really affect me emotionally. It was more so just like, mm. okay. But just going kind of what off off of what Sherry said, like, I'm the type of person I say this all the time. I don't have time for the. These are my party friends. Mm-hmm. These oh. are my actual friends. Yep. Yeah. These no. are my this friends. If I can't bring you on my family, bring you to like my DJ gigs, bring you around certain people. If I can't do all of that with you. I'm not interested. You're simply an acquaintance and mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Like the one long-term friend that I did lose were now rekindled. And that was like my best, best friend from high school that affected me emotionally, but not really in the moment. Cause I didn't really understand what was going on. It was more so just like, I'm, I'm the type of person that I'm like, Oh, well, like that's mm-hmm. just right. my personality. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't dwell on things. Um, so I'm just like, oh, well, okay, whatever. And I left it. I didn't realize how much it actually affected me until we started talking again. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I actually love you so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe I went, like, five years without actually Ooh, talking wow. to you. That's so crazy. now I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, like, how it actually did affect me now that we're talking again. But anybody else that I've lost as a friend, I'm just like, I'm really strong on like everything happens for a reason. Same, same, mm-hmm. same. So yeah, I, I don't like to dwell on things, whether it be with friends or with like relationships or like even uh, like job opportunities. Like I just don't like to dwell on things because I'm like this wasn't meant for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason for me to get upset over it and stuff. Like obviously emotions are emotions at the end of the day, but I like to try to control them as much as possible because I'm like if I lost that friend, it was for a reason. Like, right. they yeah. weren't supposed yep. to be in yeah. my life anyways. I think that as well. Yeah. How did you, like, deal with the rekindling? Because I feel like, like what Zoe yeah. said, so when, I, when I lose you, like, it's like, yeah. fuck you forever still. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we, yeah. Could, we could be, like, civil after yeah. that if mm-hmm. you, you know, we come to each other on a level, but to actually rekindle a friendship and, like, kind of try to go back to the way things were, like, I just... So, literally, it's so crazy, like, thinking about it, so... We didn't end on really, like, bad terms necessarily. It was more so, like, to give you a tiny backstory. Like, we were young. Um, I had a lot more... My parents were a lot more lenient than her parents were. So it was a lot of, like, back-and-forth struggle with, like, I want you to come do this with me, but you were constantly having to sneak out of your house to do that. And then I started being looked at as, like, the bad person. Mm -hmm. So that kind of affected things with, like, the parents and stuff like that. And then... 
like she started doing like like her own thing whatever like there was just like a miscommunication it was never like a real falling out mm. but rekindling it was so crazy because like anytime i would think of her i would message her like i would just like reach out to her and just be like hey she's thinking about you whatever i'll love you always like all of that stuff and she would reciprocate the ener energy back okay. but we still wouldn't talk it would be like a quick i love you i love you too done mm -hmm. it was yeah. like a drifting right yeah and then recently like i had messaged and i was like hey i just came back from saint martin mm -hmm. just so happens that she happened to be in saint martin like the week after me which is so random because saint martin is such a random island mm -hmm. yeah. so then like we message each other we we're like let's hang out like let's meet up let's talk like whatever and then we haven't even spoken about any of the old stuff like we're literally back to exactly how we were before wow. and i literally say like i think that she's literally my soulmate mm -hmm. mm. like i think that this friend is literally my soulmate because like it wasn't just a friendship like it's so beyond that so i feel like when you have that with somebody there isn't much that you need to do to rekindle it yeah mm -hmm. you know what yeah. i mean yeah soulmate friendships are real yeah no yeah. they actually are real. real and with me i feel like i can be a very aggressive person sometimes same and i can be like an <laughs> asshole sometimes yeah. and i feel mm -hmm. like that that's definitely put bumps in the road of my friendship people don't know how to because not everyone can mm -hmm. handle you know an aggressive person you know yeah. an assertive person mm -hmm. like my friend group now they, d they know how to treat you know what right. i mean they'll be like yo yeah. right. you're getting to the how you yeah. get like relax yeah. you know what i mean i'm like okay you know fuck whatever it's something i'm working on but i feel like sometimes some friends i have where they're like yo i actually like i don't know how to handle you when you get like this so i have to mm -hmm. act a little bit like you know mm -hmm. differently because mm -hmm. i want to respect their feelings too you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's created bumps through but i feel like that one situation i'm thinking of it's like even if we were to rekindle how many years later i'd always play that situation back in my head for sure and i'd be like no fuck you yeah like, you know, it would just yeah. always Same. keep playing <laughs> and i'd try and i'd be like i really like, can't yeah no like, that's <laughs> what i'm saying like, and i don't even yeah. hold grudges but yeah. i'm just like bro oh no i'm the grudge queen like, i'm the grudge I think, queen. Yeah. I think it comes it comes down to what the situation was right because if it's something that was actually genuinely fucked up yeah. not mm -hmm. always do you need to rekindle exactly right but if exactly. it was just like a simple falling out like Miscommunication, yeah. miscommunication, apart, or like exactly. you see how like yeah. with relationships, Growing people will be like right person, wrong time. Like yeah. that's a real thing in friendships yeah. as well. Right. You yeah. know right. what I mean? My main thing as well, and I always say this is, when it comes to friendships, the types of friends that you need around are the ones that if they say something, you can quickly just be like, they didn't mean it like that. Let me not yeah. take it in a yeah. wrong way right. because I know their you intentions. You know their heart. Yeah. You know their exactly. Heart. Yeah. So that's like super important. Like when you're able to identify that with somebody, you know that somebody's not really your friend or that they're just an acquaintance. Mm -hmm. When you're like, shit, what the fuck? What did they just say to me? Right. You know? Right, right, right. But with a real friend, you're like, okay, they're probably just having a bad day. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They didn't yeah. mean it like that. That's yeah. like a big thing for me with friendships as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, one thing I know is I feel like your family always knows. Because there's friends, yes. Yes. There's yes. friends that I've fallen Families out with. Families and boyfriends always know. They always know. Because your friends, boyfriend always knows. Yeah. <laughs> there's friends I've fallen out with, whether it's long term or like, yeah. like a quick whatever friendship. And like mom's like, yeah that like yeah. that's not that's, you know that's how many not times my mom was like not 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 and then my and my, my mom's like what did i tell you like yeah. and i'm just yeah. like listen i now know to just listen to those yeah. type of things yeah. like, yeah. like my mom sat me down and she was like this friend group you have right here like this is it it's yeah. okay yeah. like this it's is good. it i love you know that. what i mean and she i give you her blessing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even like all my family was like no like yeah. this group right here like yeah. these are your friends mm -hmm. you know what i mean and even like i had a lot of different and i still do have a lot of different groups of friends because they're all still my they still know each other but like i love that i can bring my friends around each other mm 
mm-hmm. and they mesh. There's a point in my life That's where hard. I try to bring them together, <laughs> yeah. and it would just be like awkward interactions between yeah. them. But like yeah. even like my birthday, like everyone just clicked right. yeah. on a respectful level. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? There was no like weird like oh I don't like her. She's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. 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 I've experienced. I'm like I'm not choosing sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like get along. We're all grown ass women, so yeah. there's that too. For sure. But, I think yeah. I would say to younger women, like, just don't be afraid to lose those friendships. Yeah. Like, as long as you're reflecting and looking at yourself and analyzing the situation, like, yeah. where mm-hmm. could I have gone wrong? Where did that person mm-hmm. go wrong? And you're learning and growing from the situation. Yo, ultimately, it is like a breakup. Yeah. You'll heal and you'll make other female friendships and you're going to learn how to navigate your relationships better by going through those tribulations. So, right. Yep. Next question. Okay, we have a scenario. Okay, so let me read it. So basically, we got an anonymous email, and I'm going to read out the email without saying anything or exposing. So basically, she's basically saying that she wants our opinion um, about a situation. So her question is, um, she's a 23-year-old black woman who is a virgin. Um, She's never been in a relationship or has formed any romantic bond with anyone. And at this stage, she feels like if a guy she was talking to knew about this, they wouldn't be interested. She wouldn't say that she's ugly per se or have a bad personality or that she's not confident anyway. But sometimes it makes her question like, damn, like, is there anything wrong with me? Or is anyone interested in her that's out of her league? Do I just not attract other black men or all her other friends are on their like hot girl shit and she just kind of feels like she's just there um she says interactions with guys makes me extremely anxious and uncomfortable most times i can't wait for them to be over also sometimes wearing certain things or wearing certain makeup looks makes me self-conscious as i worried people will make comments my co-workers at my job are notorious for this i guess you can say i'm extremely self-conscious so advice First of all, I'm going to say this. Not one single man is out of your lead, sis. Like, oh, not why? one man is out of your league. Have you seen men? They are for everybody. <laughs> they are for yeah. everybody. Like, Locked you cannot. Yeah. Like, you're literally already canceling yourself out before giving yourself a chance. And I don't like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you need to work on that, like, inner self-esteem because it seems like that's a huge issue. And I get it because we all, as women, mm-hmm. go through that. We're so self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And then you grow up and kids are assholes and they pick on you for certain <laughs> things. And that sticks with you for the rest of your life. And even just going back to like the virginity thing like there are so many men out there you will find someone that is gonna be okay with it like it's there's there's billions of people in this world like you don't have to worry about not being chose like your time will come Mm -hmm. your time will come and it's just a more like just sticking to your morals and your self-control and your standards and like i said a man is gonna come along and be okay with everything that you're putting on the table right And you need to like tap into that inner hot girl, sis. Like, yeah, if you're reading this, like, I'll put you on that sherry hot girl. (laughs) I'm gonna have have you out here telling niggas, like, you pay my rent before you get my number. A lot. You don't need to be out here thotting and bopping to be a hot girl. You are a hot girl. The world is your oyster. Like, you literally still have your virginity. Do you realize? I, if I could go back in time, I would still be a virgin at this day. Like, I think I would go back and I would keep that shit because you have the world at your oyster when you never fuck nobody no before. Like, yo, men will. Yo, you know how nice men are before they. Fuck to you? Yo, you guys yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Before they have sex, they they are so accommodating. So oh, you want me to like take care of your cat for the weekend? No problem. Oh, your cat. Oh, like, nigga don't even like cats and he's willing to cat sit <laughs> while I'm out the city. Like Bye. Yeah. they are accommodating. Like you have the choice. You have the power right now and you need to like tap into that and like mm-hmm, understand. Mm-hmm it's gonna be all right right i feel like if there's one piece of advice that i sorry to cut you dom if there's one piece of advice that i could give is 
you really don't have anything to lose as long as you're not acting like a crazy fool. Exactly. Like, you really don't have anything to lose. Like, put yourself out there in whatever way, like, that's comfortable for you. Put yourself out there. If you see someone that's attractive, you know, just cross your, like, just, you know, something I do when I'm nervous is I, like, cross my toes under my shoes. Like, just do, like, just do, like, that little thing. Like, you know, walk up, like, shoot your shot. Do that because the last thing that you want to do is, like, go home and be like shit i should have talked to that guy i should have you know you never know what might happen Mm -hmm. but the whole thing with your virginity like that is not a big deal at all like sherry said actually no (laughs) (laughs) i don't what i will say is losing (laughs) your virginity is super overrated it is Um, it's definitely overrated overrated. it's special it's a whole experience you're gonna give your piece of your soul to someone no No, it was not fun i wanted it to be over i don't don't know even what happened i don't know if it was considered sex (laughs) maybe all your best sexual experiences happen after After. yeah yeah so i'm not telling you to throw it away obviously i feel like sex is definitely something that is i don't want to say it's like the so it's like not spiritual but like it's something that you know you want to Mm-hmm. have a good time doing and you want to be comfortable with that person mm-hmm. you know what i mean in my um personal opinion so mm-hmm. i feel like nothing's wrong with being a virgin and like i feel like virginity shouldn't have an age stamp to it no, um i feel not. like i did lose my virginity fairly young Same. um not super young i was still in high school like senior year graduating high school um, and i lost it in a way i was like bro like this sucked you know what i mean not mm-hmm. to hate the guy but like i was like i don't know what this is like especially in like, high school like yeah, we don't even like, know what I, they're doing i feel like we were just puberty. like naked <laughs> just like on each other it was just yeah. super yeah. weird like i don't even know something. what happened like did it even what did did that even go where it was supposed to go like i don't know and i didn't even have sex for a year i was like i don't even want no more of yeah. this thing and then I started having Can we can yeah. we talk about dating apps? What about them? Like yeah. is that something that you would like as advice to her? Would you advise oh. her to go on no. a dating no. app? No. No. Because the dating why... apps they're all I feel like most of them they're looking for sex yeah. and I don't want to put her in a yeah. situation where mm-hmm. like it's if like she's just trying to hit yeah. her up and yeah. be like, oh, you're not trying to fuck? All right, peace. Yeah. Yeah. the closest, most raunchy men yeah. are on those sex apps. Like, you right. go on Tinder, girl. You don't yeah. want him. I Tinder's like the like, worst one, though. Like, you gotta you know, there are crazy. ones out there, like, that you can be more, you can find more mature people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you always have to go with that expectation. Like, social media, everything is for, like, a very quick validation. So yeah. a lot of men are going on there. They're just swiping and they're looking like, oh, she has this, this, and this. Oh, like, I bet you she's trying to fuck. Like, that's mm-hmm. literally what goes through their mind. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? so you always have to be kind of aware of that when you're going through a dating dating app is that some men are just going to be hitting you up just for sex and when they realize you're not with it they're gonna just x me right out the picture and that has nothing to do with you that's just them being childish like like (laughs) yeah you know what i mean like you can't take that personally (laughs) that's just them being dumb (laughs) i think like okay i used to be super church girl like youth group on fridays church girl okay and i dead ass thought when i was 17 that i was gonna save myself for marriage fast forward to first year (laughs) university bloop um (laughs) but like there's nothing wrong with holding on to your virginity if you feel like you haven't met the right person yet like like Zoe said it doesn't have to be this huge spiritual exchange but like lose somebody who you won't be lose it to somebody who you won't be sad that you lost it to Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like don't 
don't put too much pressure on it, but don't feel bad if you want to have some yeah. sort of significance to it. And no matter what your friends are out there doing, like they're living their hot girl life, you're living a hot girl life too. Mm-hmm. And whether you're having sex or not, like that doesn't change the fact that you're, you know, a beautiful human being. You have your own way of living, right? And your right. way of, of moving through life. So I feel like the less pressure you put on yourself to kind of get rid of that v status um the better because Mm -hmm. things are gonna happen more organically things are gonna happen naturally for Mm -hmm. you like you're gonna meet people a person who is you know worthy of giving this little first experience to and then going about your Mm -hmm. merry way and continuing to live your best safe sexual life you know what i mean and I feel like being a hot girl is like whatever the fuck you want it yeah, to be. There's yeah, no one you can be a shy yeah, definition. Like you don't have to be like, like caked up, makeup, yeah, fat ass. Exactly. But you can be a hot girl. You can be a shy hot girl. You know, a you can be a hot girl. The who shy likes hot girls are yeah, exactly. And you can be a hot girl who doesn't wear makeup. You can be a hot girl with completely natural hair. You can be a hot girl who loves books. Exactly. You know what I mean? Don't like you don't put Find the definition. Go reading the book in the corner. Yeah. Don't don't put the definition of hot girl on like. You know, yeah. like the girls who always like, like going to IG, everyone's yeah, looking at all exactly. these like yeah. IG girls, like that. That yeah. that is the worst. That's number one. That's the biggest fuck up. If you're out here comparing yourself to IG models, you've already fucked up. Yeah, Yo, don't like you. Their pictures are literally combed over by like three different like editing apps before <laughs> they post it, and yep. that's okay. That's okay. They have an appearance to put up, but you cannot compare your life to yep. that. People don't part. I don't post my worst moments. Like you're never gonna see me come on Instagram and be like, "Yo, I had a hot dog sandwich because I only got two dollars till tomorrow." No, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't see me at the Shangri La. Yeah. Like you're not gonna see my low points. You cannot yeah, base exactly. yourself off what you see on social media. Yeah. Like people uh, never post something that you don't want yeah, to share on social yeah. media. Like it's never gonna happen. Exactly. I think the um, older you get, the less fucks you give. And yeah, like yeah, for just sure. live your truth. Yeah. Like yeah. And if you it. feel uncomfortable around men, um, I'm sure there's a man out there that you could definitely feel yeah. comfortable, even if you're just talking to. Um, and don't like if you don't feel comfortable talking to a man, like tell him the f- well, you know, yeah. just yeah. politely, um, you Fuck know, off. just yeah. And I'm sure you'll find whether it's a guy friend or a random yeah. guy or a love interest that you will feel comfortable talking to, and like when you know, you know. So don't put the pressure on yourself of trying to get out there trying to be something that you're not or trying to feel comfortable around men when you don't want to it's it's all gonna come in time yeah. and don't put your age to it yeah. i mean yeah. 23 is still extremely young it's only like a yeah. year yeah. Like, girl. and the game is ugly like honestly it makes me sad that ugly. so many like, like you've had so many uncomfortable experiences with men because yeah. yeah. it's just the reality like i can i can't even count how many uncomfortable awkward mm-hmm. situations i've had being approached by men and it's just like this is really the standard like y'all can't come with anything better than this so i get it it's unfortunate men do better listen it's a drought so just don't even think (laughs) it's a race or anything it's Mm -hmm. a drought and even for the people who are in the game right now or actively dating girl this shit is hard it's hard actively dating is hard liking guys is harder (laughs) than not liking guys i promise you i promise you so take your time (laughs) because when you like him you're different. You're a lot. And you don't Streets is done. Streets is done. So. Sister, oh, you want something to eat? Don't worry, baby. I'll get that ready for you. Like, yeah. what? You don't even like to cook. Exactly. Like, <laughs> so, it's stressful. Yeah. You don't want that life. Trust me. You don't want yeah, it. I feel like you want it. When you want it, you'll know. Yeah. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. That's my final advice. I agree. Next question. 
Okay, what is your most interesting celebrity experience, and have you ever been with a celebrity? I'm going to sit this one out. Why are you sing it out? Girl, i never been with a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> have an interesting celebrity she experience. She said, I'm listening. Like, like, have you ever met anybody? Um, actually, yeah, I met Metro Boomin. Oh, cool. I chilled in, I chilled in, <laughs> in the hotel room with, like, a bunch of their friends, mm. but we were just chilling, smoking, yeah. like, yeah. it wasn't oh, anything, no. like, weird. Yeah. That's, that's my yeah. only, like, celeb experience. Okay. Nothing, like, sexual or <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> I have multiple celebrity experiences. Let's hear it. So, so not, I've never, <laughs> yeah, so just like, I've never slept with a celebrity, um, but, like, I've met so many celebrities or end mm-hmm. up situations where I'm, like, with all these celebrities, same, same. like and you just blink like, and you're in VIP, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're like, well, what's your future? So like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my first like real celebrity experience was when I went to Paris. Um, my uncle's like a pretty like big fashion designer in Canada, mm-hmm. and in 2017 he brought me to Paris for Fashion Week. So I was yeah. with like all his model friends, you know, like just mm-hmm. chilling, blah blah. And it was, um, I think it was like after like a dinner we had, and Rihanna was having. Wow. An after party at this Paris club, and then I was like, "Yeah, like, don't, like, get ready, girl. Like, we'll bring you with us. Like, no problem." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, you know, I want to go out. Like, sure." My uncle's like, "Yeah, for sure, go with them." So I'm there with all the and like I'm tall, but these models are tall, mm. so I look short even in my heels compared to these yeah. models that I'm going with. So you know, they bring me to the club, walk straight up to the front. She's the girl knows how to finesse the door because clearly she's been doing fashion weeks, <laughs> and I'm behind her like I'm with her. I'm whatever, with her. whatever she said, she she gets his wristbands. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. She goes, girl, come with me. We walk up to VIP, flash this wristband, and we're you can- <laughs> went down the wrong hole. <laughs> so yeah, flash this wristband, and I'm in VIP. Rihanna's there, Pharrell's there, Jordan Woods, mm. Jaden Smith. You're in the same room as Rihanna. Yeah, um, Rihanna ended up. I guess Rihanna's very nice to women mm. so when we were in her section she that. just like came, she just hugged everyone I and like it. thanks for coming to the show she yeah. hugged me thanks for coming and i was like girl i wasn't even there what does she smell like what does she smell like what does she smell like she smells good yeah she was smoking a lot so that's one thing so she like she was constantly yeah. like she had one rolled up the entire mm. night and then we ended up at another rapper's um hotel room same thing we're just kind of like chilling but he was doing a lot of harder drugs than yes, I no. um, whatever people didn't realize so, people do some yeah, hardcore drugs we had a, I had to sign an NDA <laughs> oh, yeah, so I can't even yeah. say who that rapper was but y'all listen to him y'all bump him y'all love him <laughs> but I decided NDA because there were just so many yeah. illegal things like Jesus, I didn't do anything means. sexual but there were just so many illegal Bro, things in the room um, another celebrity experience I had oh so like when the Portland I, this was the best one I had like a 45 minute conversation with Carmelo Anthony once nice. <laughs> and like we were just like at the bar just like talking yeah. and I remember my two friends were like bro you're just sitting here talking to fucking Carmelo Anthony I'm like yeah like he's dope yeah. I'm, like, I'm like guys you know he's from Puerto Rico <laughs> I'm like, you know he's, he's going to Jamaica next week like <laughs> that's crazy like he's going to Montego Bay like my you know, so I was like, I was like, I'm like yeah I'm like, that's just so yeah. cool Like, and he's so nice you yeah. know what I mean and I think that was a dope experience and I've been to like Ter- that big Toronto rapper's house. Yeah. And mm-hmm. after. She's another NDA. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Oh, but there was yeah. way too many of us. But yeah, how we got in was a fluke. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we went to his house oh, and there was like every performer who performed at OVO was there. Shit. And I def- I met Meg the Stallion. I met Chris uh, Brown. My wife. YG. Ty- like they were all there. But it was, it, was just, it was a whole vibe. You know what I mean? So I've definitely had a <laughs> few cool celebrity experiences, but that's mainly yeah. it. 
Um, I'm excited to hear yours. You guys are like a little young, so you might not know about this club, but like just a short backstory. Like I moved downtown when I was like Don't super young. Never say like, cool house or government. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not gonna be cool house. It was not gonna be cool house. Um, so I moved downtown when I was like 18, um, and I knew like a lot of people who are you know in certain entourages of certain you know Toronto people. Mm-hmm. So I had just been always around certain situations. Um, and then when I got a little bit older, I started working at music. Um, okay. Now, if you guys had ever been to music on a Sunday, you know that's where you would see yeah. any celebrity Anyone. that came to Toronto. That's where the after party mm-hmm. was at. So, like, a lot of times the owner would send us to certain, like, you know, when they would come here for, like, concerts, they would send us there. And we'd pass out flyers and be like, you know, music, whatever, whatever. So oh. we would get paid to go to, like, the concerts and then promote music as the after party. And then... You know, like, we would do bottle service for certain... Like, you would just get lucky. Some days you would get certain, you know, celebrities as your bottle. Like, literally, Caravan is Sunday. I paid my whole nursing tuition in one day. Wow. One day. I was doing bottle service for a couple NBA players, and they were just having a bottle popping competition. That's like, oh niggas had God. popped, like, a 30 grand bottle. And you already get autograd on that. So that yeah. was already, like, 10000 Oh, just, like, $10,000 here, oh $5,000 here. Like, it was one of those, like, I loved <laughs> growing up in that era. Like, he's like, what's that? the craziest part about it was i was even the girl that made the most like one girl made like forty thousand dollars in one night she's like girl Whoa. i'm about to take my ass to the bmw dealer tomorrow and i was like yeah oh my she my is listen right it was, was a time I? to you guys were too young so y'all y'all weren't even 19 yet like <laughs> Y'all weren't even there live to get in the club, but yeah, it sucks because that club got shut down. Like, honestly, if music was still alive, I would not be in healthcare. I would still be there, like, bartending and doing bottle service because that's where you make money. For the rest of my life. I met Beyonce once. Like, yeah. No, no, no. Take it back. back. Take it back. When they came and did the on the run. I almost threw the glass. My nails just popped off. I just popped my nail off. Oh, my God. You actually popped your nail off. So, yeah, so one time they came when Jay Z and Beyonce had the on the run tour right. in Toronto. I'm sorry, Music I'm was so wearing loud. a shirt. Hello, hi. <laughs> oh hi. my gosh, she's I'm wearing an on the run shirt. <laughs> and and um, you know, so funny, I was going to wear my homecoming shirt today. <laughs> I'm dead. And uh, yeah, and they came in through the back, through the kitchen. I was in the kitchen cutting up lemons for like my table that was about to come in. I was like, oh my God, that's Beyonce. She's like, yeah, girl, hi. Like, and I was oh just like, my sorry, God. sorry, hold on. I like literally had frozen because I wasn't even <laughs> expecting her to like respond back. Like they had people with flashlights just trying to usher her through the kitchen real quickly. I turned on like, bitch, is that Beyonce? Like, I'm sorry, you were cutting like, lemons? I was cutting lemons. You inspired lemons. You inspired lemons. It was your anniversary like two days ago. Good night, good night. Two days ago, full circle. Uh, yeah, like I met Justin Bieber one time. That's when he was like in his thing. Like mm-hmm. that's when Justin Bieber was in his prime. Like we used to have like all the NBA players come there. We used to just go to the hotel too. Like not not on some like we're trying to fuck. Like yeah. just like oh you know that we were popping bottles with them at the club. And they're like oh just come back with yeah. us and whatever. And I used to honestly back then like you guys don't even understand the grind like I used to get home from the club like 5, 6 o'clock in the morning and have 8am classes at George Brown oh, for nursing so I used to sleep in my car because oh this God. is when I was like I can't drive I'm drunk I smoked because like Damn. our boss used to let us drink with our clients and you right. know it's rude if you don't take a shot they're like why we have this bottle service girl that's not trying to I'm you know drink so you're there like wavy with them like hey in the club yeah. like you want another bottle got you <laughs> sis like another two grand for me hey like, <laughs> so like I would be leaving there lit and I'd have like a pharmacology class at a.m. That's and I'd hilarious. have to sleep sleep in my car because I was too drunk yeah. and I would go to work or I'd just chill at the hotel whatever we do on the Sunday night and go straight to class like 
but it was like, crazy so like cool. two years like that was one of those experiences like i'm so happy i moved downtown at a young age because i got to experience the nightclub scene before it became what it is now because it's nothing compared to what it was it's before so ugly. Yeah, like, it's so ugly now and, like before terrible. you would just be at a club and like you could just a celebrity would just be there like just yeah. in the party with you like yep. in the cut like you get bottle service and they're right beside you and it's not on some like hoity-toity shit like they're yeah. they're cheersing with you where right? you're popping bottles like i wrapped like yo Gotti's like down the dm like yeah. back and forth with yo Gotti and lost like, and found ones i'm sorry yeah. and i didn't i had no idea it was yo Gotti. i thought it was like a regular nigga and a wife yeah. beater in the club but my friend's like yo you just wrapped down in the dms with yo Gotti, and i was like bro yeah. that's yo Gotti. Oh, shit, that was yo Gotti. <laughs> you gotta be but i feel like people forget that like sometimes celebrities just want to vibe yeah Exactly. And like, there's no problem in going to fucking exactly. vibe with exactly. a celebrity. Like, not and it's are, like, not nothing, right? It's when not we talk about like, oh, like I've been to like Drake's house or I've been like I thought, and they're like, oh, what'd you do? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. literally yeah. nothing. I went Listen, in, yes. I got my drinks, I smoked my blend, and I was fucking vibing. This is why I don't even so be posting when I'm at a certain right? man's house because yeah. then they already literally. label you as if like you're for everybody. Like you're I'm like, them. Yeah. and I'm like, Listen, I've been around people. If I wanted to do that, I would have done that from music days. Like I would have, I was privy to it from before, and it's not like we never got offers being bottle service. Like everybody used to say bottle service was like the socially acceptable version of stripping so like it's not like we never got the offers Mm -hmm. you know it just was never my mo like that's not what i wanted to do i was so like you know what i'm gonna go to nursing school i'm gonna be this big time nurse like i don't want to fuck celebrities like if that's what i wanted to do i would have been doing that right right like i don't need that Uh, i was just so in that like i'm gonna do what i need to do to get to where i need to be so fucking Mm -hmm. you is not gonna change my life in any way right and i don't want that label then attached to me like you know what i mean so yeah i've been privy to certain situations but i just don't i don't involve myself in that like i just yeah. it's too much drama and then i don't know no yeah and, and i think like, you realize like yeah. celebrities are just people regular people, people. people. Regular people. They're, they're dick is small just like everybody else is <laughs> like and you're doing that for what like listen no. i'm not i'm just saying like if i'm gonna sleep with a celebrity like there has to be some accommodations and like like drake if you ever want to fuck i need a baby benz or a lambo truck <laughs> at my doorstep before i even just say yes and i know you can afford it so don't even try like, people just yeah. be fucking celebrities just for the name tag like no, you know no. they're literally just people because even when i like i was so like drunk at drake's house i, I was acting like i was like an owner of the house. Like, hey, this is my party. I'm talking to everyone. I went to Meg the Stallion. I was like, Meg, I want to be on the boat. And she turned around. She said, okay. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I didn't she about to join you in that 1942. Marie was in the back like, bitch, did she just say okay? And she just poured a shot into my mouth. And I was you like, bitch, I'm on the fucking boat. Marie was like, I'm trying the boat. No, you're on the boat, bitch. <laughs> you're on it. No, you on the you boat boat. You are the boat. captain. You on the boat boat. Like, but yeah, captain. from that day, I'm like, bro, they're just people. They're just so people. I'm gonna talk to them like they're freaking people. Yeah. No, facts. And I feel and like that's, a, that's the way it has to be. Like, I'm like, bro, if I ever meet a celebrity, like, I've only had the one experience, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm never gonna gas you because that's all they yeah, get. Like, bro, they, get. they just wanna, like you said, they just wanna vibe. Vibe. For lack of a better chill, word. Like, yeah. <laughs> vibe and just chill. Next question. Shit. <laughs> Why are we less likely to support black businesses and when we do ask for a discount? Girl. Dahlia. Dahlia. You want to take the tackle this one? Hustle queen, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um here's the thing, and I I, I always go back to my tweets because sometimes I just be tweeting shit that just comes to my mind. It is so fucked up that like You'll go to, like, McDonald's and you'll order whatever the fuck you order. And then you'll be content with it because you're like, oh, this is fucking McDonald's. This is mediocre ass shit. But God forbid you go eat at a black-owned restaurant or business Mm -hmm. and something is not right with it. Whether it be 
is not crispy enough or the sauce is not right or whatever, you are so quick to go onto Instagram and Twitter and talk about the bad experience that you had with that business. Do you know how many times? And I'm not even trying to bash this business. I haven't tried it, and I've been meaning oh, to try it. We all know. We all know. We all already know. <laughs> Dav's hotspot gets so much flames on Instagram and Twitter. It's crazy. And, like, I've heard so many amazing things about them. But it's like, why are people so quick to go off on black businesses on the internet, but you guys will not tweet about, oh, this restaurant that you ate at. You guys are so quick to, like, bracket redacted this mm-hmm. restaurant bullshit Fucks. like Merging. i just don't understand <laughs> i i i can't even answer this question like i don't understand it like why are you guys so quick and this is something that i've even learned from just like things in like my dj career and then also now me having my own food business i am so like i'm so careful about what i say about people and what i say about like businesses in general mm-hmm. because just because I had a bad experience does not mean they're a bad business mm-hmm. just because I had a bad right. there are so many celebrities that I've met that I've had bad experiences with but I can't say any I don't even talk about it because I'm like I've had my bad days people probably see me and you're like oh that DJ Rose Gold Rose Gold girl is a bitch mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so I feel 100 all the time exactly yeah. and that's the same thing for businesses they're like we just talked about with celebrities they are people shit happens like maybe yeah. your chef was not having a good day I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's okay for that but I'm just saying the first thing you do is not to go to Instagram and Twitter and talk shit about it right. unless it's something serious right right yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. you're better off just not saying anything at all because if you're going there with the purpose of tarnishing their name yeah. there's no point so I don't feel like we're less likely to support them. I feel like it's just more so like we are more critical about those businesses yeah. and we expect them to have this insane customer service, this insane food, insane packaging, insane delivery time, all this shit that we're not expecting from the people that are owning these big chains. Mm-hmm. And it makes absolutely no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is true. No, it, doesn't. it doesn't I've make seen sense. so much slander, like specifically for Dabs too. Like yeah. I personally love Dabs. When I, I haven't her, tried I it. Like, I haven't like, tried it. Yeah. I'm, I'm low-key scared because I'm like, no. y'all going in and in, in, like, like, is it that I, bad? I personally, like, I had a good experience there. The right. only reason, the only time I didn't have a good experience there was because they kept the shell on their shrimp before they breaded it and fried it. And so what's like, interesting that's, about, yeah, that, was, about that, was that, that to me, that was the only thing I didn't like. Not but, even trying to, like, talk about Dab's Hotspot like that, but, like, what's interesting to me, I always hear that same complaint. So, like, as a business owner, if I heard that same complaint about my business it. that many times, I would go and change that shit. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And for me, like, I'm like, bro, that's nothing against her business. Like, mm-hmm. they're opening up, a sh- like, their first shop. I'm pretty sure they're expanding they're, now. Yeah, soon. they're putting one they downtown are? just yeah. now. Just because yeah. I'm not yeah. a fan of the way they make the shrimp now. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, when I first tried it, it was bussing. Like, yeah. I and was here's, happy. Here's the other thing that people need to keep in mind as well. And, like, I'm finally able to speak on this because I do have my own, like, food business specifically. The cost of starting a business is not pennies. Mm-hmm. Right. And people need to understand that. When know. you are a Wendy's or you're a McDonald's or you're a Zara or you're a Walmart, you have low costs of being able to start your, you not start your business, but you have low costs of being able to manufacture and sell and ship your products. Mm-hmm. As a small black owned business, even for myself, I can't have my costs that low because I still have to pay the rent. I still have to buy the ingredients. I still have to buy the packaging, doing deliveries, all of this shit. It can't be $10 across the board for yeah. everything. Yeah. So That's... I feel like people are less likely to support black businesses because the costs are higher, mm-hmm. right. which is understandable. I understand that there's certain things that we don't 
we can't afford to pay for it. That's understandable. But then when it comes down to tarnishing certain businesses because their costs are too high or this or that or whatever, that's for me where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the hungry girl hasn't gotten any like complaints, verbal complaints or like public complaints. Thank God, knock on wood. But it's like I really feel it for these other businesses that mm-hmm. people are going online talking shit about mm-hmm. because. It's not easy to start a business. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, no, not. it's not. It's and not. And I think, like, unless you're an entrepreneur, like, you don't know that. Like, right. you don't really understand right. the, co- like you said, the cost. Not even just, like, monetarily, like, physically, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, my bro, God. Do you even sleep? Like, no. yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And there's just a lot that goes into it. And I think, like, you're, you mentioned customer service. Mm-hmm. Like, people expecting this, like, above and beyond customer service. Whereas, like, yo, if I at McDonald's and say, like, my McDouble was a McSingle, like, yeah. they're, they they're not they know nothing about it. Yeah. You're not they're even not getting that 129 back. Exactly. <laughs> it's like your money's yeah. gone, right? Yeah. And I just think you're right. Like, the, the, the expectations sometimes skyrocket. And I think that's because people place, like, their own stereotypes on the fact that they're not receiving the customer service that they want to get. Like, they're attributing the fact that they're not getting this stellar customer service to the fact that, oh, it's a black person because they are X, Y, and Z, which opens up a whole other can of worms. Like, I just cannot... I just feel like we have this like crabs in a bucket mentality that we really need to get rid of especially especially in Toronto like it's so toxic for Mm -hmm. that where we're just so quick to like just dismiss something or be like see I knew it was right or you know what I mean or like you do something and then a black business fails and it's like this is why I don't support black businesses I'm like well tell me how you really feel because obviously there's something more we need to unpack there if you feel that way right (laughs) exactly like nobody's stopping you nobody's stopping you at all and I just remember like what you had said or sorry you um had said in episode one about um, that we only exchange black money I think once within our own community mm-hmm. we need to like if we're gonna sit here and talk about oh why don't we have this like why don't we have that like what black owned chain do you know of like there's no exactly. chain business chain restaurant nothing we don't have any of that stuff we right. have one and if we're lucky we might get another stop and that's if we're lucky because we have to go through so many barriers to get there and we right. need to like remember that when we're talking about other black businesses like it's not easy mm-hmm. being black in general mm-hmm. then you want to put in you being a business owner and you having to get all this type of funding and investors and people trying to steal your shit and going through intellectual property like there's so many barriers we have to go through and then we're expected to then show up and give like 110 percent customer service mm-hmm. like that's yeah. not fair well, like it's just you and the smallest team yeah, in the world exactly right? and nobody wants out. to help you nobody yeah. wants to help you but everybody has something to say like yeah, yeah. That, it's like if you think about like i know mcdonald's started like way 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 but like, if you think about mcdonald's like mm-hmm. where did mcdonald's start like he needed a small whoever he is he needed a a small community around him to support him first like you need to go through the trials of having disgusting big macs and then tweaking and working and making things better Mm -hmm. so that people love it on a global scale like can we have that kind of constructive criticism towards our black business owners because then it's like okay if i tell you that i'm not really feeling this but i love this then it gives you an opportunity to learn and grow and you become Mm-hmm. bigger and, and here's global. a here's the thing too and this is something that i've really appreciated as well with my business i am very personal with my customers so i will literally message them and be like how was this how was that mm-hmm. did you like this there's actually somebody who who i messaged 
and I said, how was like how was your order? How was your burger? He's like, honestly, it was disappointing. And I'm like, okay, so why was it disappointing? What was wrong? He's like, honestly, the taste was amazing, but it was just a little small. Like it was like compact. Mm. And the reason why it was compact was because the packaging I was using. So just that little piece of advice. The next day, I bought boxes for my burgers. Now mm. my burgers look bigger. You mm. know. So even offering that mm. piece of advice, all these people that are saying, like like you said, like the shell is on the shrimp with the <laughs> at fucking right. Dab's hot spot. Right. How many people do you think have actually gone to them and said that? Maybe right. people exactly. have. Right. Maybe exactly. people have. I don't know. But maybe that would that would help exactly. them, you know? So mm-hmm. to answer this main question, why are we less likely to support black businesses? I think it's because of the cost. Right. But being mm-hmm. a black business, I know that even you spending money once with my company that is helping me so right. even you doing it once is going to help spreading the word will help you putting a tweet out will help those little things really do help and we appreciate that so really support black businesses as mm-hmm. cliche as that sounds just do it like you're gonna spend $25 on Uber Eats to send a, a Big Mac to your to your house. Right. Yeah. No, it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like my final like answer, I feel like there's a there's like a stigma on black businesses where it's like they all automat- or they automatically think like this customer service is garbage, mm-hmm. but I think it's obviously a negative thing. People are like, "Oh, you know, black businesses need to do better." It's like, "Well, but well, like all businesses really kind of you a lot of them suck like all you know what i mean this so is people true. need to stop thinking yeah. it's just like black business this is true yeah no this is true stop thinking like oh like black businesses need better customer service it's like okay well do you complain at the keg and red lobster anywhere else you know what i mean it's right. like everywhere has bad customer service like i said there's good days and there's bad days mm-hmm. and i think with the whole discount thing it's like people black people think that other black people you know like oh come on like yeah. you know we're black we've we known like, each other from so yeah, long yeah like, like, can't like no that's not how it works do you ask me do you ask mcdonald's for discount? Discounts because you, you go there every Friday. A no, lie? so why are you gonna ask this yeah. black small business for a discount? It doesn't make any sense. And so. the difference is when you're giving your money to a, a white business owner, you're getting a side of racism with whatever the exactly. fuck you're exactly. Exactly. So they calling you the yeah. hard R in their mind. A lie. Yeah. And I feel I want to hope that like it's getting better because mm-hmm. I personally feel like I've seen kind of a surge in people supporting supporting black yeah. businesses yes. and actually going Recently, out and doing right. it. Yep. I personally have tried to be more conscious of where I'm spending my money as mm-hmm. well. It's Agreed. like, yo, I've been doing a really bad job like just spending at 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 businesses that are owned by other communities just out of convenience, right? right. But it's like, yo, right. if I just do a little extra Google, if I do a little extra right. DM, yeah. I can find somebody within my community who does right. this right. Sure. and right. put my coins towards them. And mm-hmm. that support will make those businesses more convenient in the future. Like, exactly. we all know yeah. the reason why we use exactly. Amazon, even though we hate Jeff Bezos for exactly. whatever reason, is because it's convenient. Yeah, exactly. But if we put that money into our black businesses, then they could be more convenient in the future. It's gonna mm-hmm. take a while. Like, it's not like Jeff Bezos got this way overnight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he had to establish that over years and i think my also just going back to the the support my biggest 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 pet peeve is when people will try something or go to a black missus and then just bash it on social media like okay but did you even message the person yeah Yeah. give them that critique because that's me like i'm very like a straight shooter so if i buy from you and i don't like it i'm gonna come to you directly and be like hey like i didn't like this this and this like this is just my constructive criticism and that's that because the same thing with you like if that person never messaged you and said that it was compressed and they just went on social media and said oh hungry gal sucks right right okay but what sucked about yeah. it like you know yeah. what i mean like all Anymore. it took was one thing for you to change and it made you know the customer service better right right instead of just going to automatically bash it like maybe just give that constructive criticism so that the owner has time to like change and reflect and see what they can do to make it better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure next question 
worst dating and sexual experience? The small Montclair jacket. I'll set this one out. <laughs> a lot. The guy who kissed like. My worst dating. I dated a guy. Oh, I wonder if he's gonna listen to this. <laughs> I dated a guy who used to. He was just like. Oh, if he hears this, I'll die. <laughs> we weren't even like dating. We were just like you know like. We were talking. You're like, in cahoots. Yeah, we were, we were in, in a little bit entangled. Entangled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. entangled. We were seeing each other, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, I was like, I was feeling him, but he, like, I feel like he would just do certain things that would just, like, turn me off, but I'd overlook it because, like, oh, like, you know, but, like, he's good in these senses. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, just, like, the time of seeing, like, he's not even, like, really my type, even. Like, I don't know what I was I even going through. And, like, I remember, <laughs> like, <laughs> he used to do a drug that I don't do. Yeah. And he used to do it all the fucking time. And it was like, bro, like, why are you snorting coke all the fucking time? You know what I mean? It just, and in my head, I'm like, Zoe, why did you even entertain yeah. this guy? Like, you don't do coke. You don't like coke. Why are you dating a man who's snorting lines every 40 seconds? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, am I a crackhead now? Because he's, like, it was just weird. <laughs> am I a crackhead by so, association? Crackhead by association? <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, if he hears this, Unfortunately, like that was my one of my worst dating experiences. Like, I just, the game yeah, and he like it ended badly. Like our whole like weird like situation just like ended badly and whatever, whatever. So I was like, yeah, I'm just like that was I. So I, was, yeah. I don't I don't even know what to say. Like if he's listening, I mean you can reach out. Sorry, but yeah, sorry, but it's like unfortunately, yeah, like, this is my experience and that was a really bad experience and unfortunately you were involved. Yeah. <laughs> leaving it at that i feel yeah. like my worst like dating experience and again like kind of same thing we are in cahoots we're yeah. we're entangled. entangled yeah um very quickly was just there's a lot of deceit he was just very like sneaky oh my guy was so fucking deceitful too oh, yeah, like, why are you lying was, for no bro. reason he was the type he was the type of person that see that's the thing he wouldn't lie but he wouldn't say enough mm. you know what mm. i mean like lying he would be omission. like yeah exactly he'd be like well i never said that to her but what did you say to her? Mm. I just said, like, I didn't say that much. Like, she just inferred. But you knew exactly what the fuck you meant mm-hmm. right. when you said that. Like, it was just it was just a lot of, like, deceit and confusion and stuff like that. Not to mention the size small Montclair jacket. But oh my God. honestly, one of the, like, with my ex, like, the worst experience, like, dating-wise was the lies. Mm. It was just, like, a lot of, like... I understand, like, now that he explains it, he's like, I was lying because, like, you were insecure about a lot of stuff, so I just felt like if I lied, you wouldn't be, like, you know, caught up in all of that stuff, whatever. Like, they weren't serious lies. It wasn't, like, Mm -hmm. cheating or anything like that. But, like, it was just like, bro, you lying is just, like, I would rather you tell me the truth and me be hurt by the truth than for you to lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was weird, like, even, like, this guy I'm talking about, like, even, like, so many of his... Oh, this is going to be so bad if he's listening or his friends. So many of his friends were like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, his friends would literally sit me down and be like, literally, what are you doing? You know when his old friends are like... When his friends are like, dog, what? Yeah, so when I, like, when his friends be like, yo, like, are you dead ass right now? Like, you're trying to entertain this guy? I was like, wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, leaving and not coming back ever, <laughs> ever because this is embarrassing. But yeah, but like I said, we weren't really like we weren't date, we weren't in a relationship yeah. at all. We weren't dating, but it was like yeah, we were like you we're know, entertaining each other, whatever. <laughs> blah blah. We text, we link up, blah yeah. blah blah. And it was just like there's so many things like bro, like ugh, yeah, like why did I even? I'm sorry, yeah. but no, that wasn't. <laughs> Girl, listen, I'm going to air myself real quick. <laughs> no, I, was, I was about to, but I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> I, I hold the thing about me is like. I hold my L's with confidence, okay? Same. Like, Same. that's the only way Just to do it. Just not on a podcast, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me trailblaze real quick. 
my worst dating experience, bro. <laughs> I'm I don't know if I'm the only one here, but like I got cheated on with a white girl. Oh, that's oh, a lot. Tell bro, I could me never. Oh, committed murder. Bro, hold on, hold on, hold on. The guy I'm talking about, I can never. He had another. Okay, you know, we, we, were, we were in a relationship, so fine. Talk to whoever you want to talk to. No. But he was talking to me, and no. I caught him with this beat fucking white girl. Okay, Ooh, hold on, hold on. I was, can I just say something really quickly? Really quick, really quick, really quick. If. There's no way you like me and you like that. No, oh, there's no, no way. Yo, no, that's how I see it. From that day. There's no way that you like me and you like that. From that day. seasoned no. ass and you're going to go to some Wonder Bread ass. No. Are you? No. 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 No, 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 no. From that day, I was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. I was like, hell no. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> when I saw her, I was like, are you? <laughs> I, I I was so offended, and not even because she was white. Because like, bro, what? Yeah, bro, no. it's like, how do you go not, from this to from, that? To that. Yeah, no, so like, it's not even because you're white. It's just because you're beat. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not on my level. Beat. Like, you're not on my level. I just don't. There's there's no way that you find me attractive and that. Right. No. <laughs> no. I'm not no. beyond the white. Beyond the white thing. You're a yeah. sex beyond the white thing. That's the there's, only, you're a sex no, addict. There's no way. Like, how? 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 Do you like me? Where where is the correlation? Where? How? Where? How? Where? Look at her. Look at me. Look where at her. Look at no. me. Again. Where Do it again. It? Where that? Where is it? Where? Girl, don't even. Girl, oh, I'm going to take it a step further for y'all. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm not ready. Y'all want me to talk about how I hit rock bottom? Okay. <laughs> bottom. So, yo, at the time, so I found out after. So we had broken up and then, like, tried to work it out and like finally got to a point where we could get back together and then when we finally initiated the getting back together was when I found out about the white ting oh no my god and because I had lost like going back to the female friends question a couple months ago I had lost a group of female friends that I was like super torn up about I was like yo I lost too many people I can't mm-hmm. fucking do this mm-hmm. try to make it work Mm-mm. try to make it work that's where you got you fucked up mm-hmm. I was like <laughs> 19. <laughs> I tried to make it work. Worst dating experience of life. Yeah. Okay, I just want to say to all my ladies out there, if you got cheated on, don't try to work it out. If you got it's not choked. Gonna fucking if you got cheated on, no. played, double-timed, beat, beat it. It's not going to work. It's, it's going to go through some work. emotional yeah. turmoil that you didn't yeah. need to go through, only to come out like three years later and be like, Yo, I should have got out earlier. I'm a bad yeah. bitch. Why was I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Why? You don't want to do that. I've had that so many times where I looked at myself and I'm like, bro, do you see yourself? Why Literally. are you putting yourself in this position with yep. a man who does not even compare to you, let alone the woman he associates with? Yeah. Like, Going back to oh, what you said, no man is out of your league. No man. Yeah. <laughs> like, no man. And like, we're sexual spirits. I just hate when men finish fast. Like, mm. I've never had like an absolutely terrible, but it's like, if you're like, oh, I had some terrible. Okay. They're just okay. wiped okay. off my body count. Like, I, can talk, I can talk a little more about my experience <laughs> at rock bottom. Hold it back. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. At rock bottom. Yeah. Like, sometimes stay at rock bottom. Sometimes it was just like, oh, whatever. I really like, that it was, was whatever. It was an all inclusive. And sometimes it was like, bro. Like, when it's like, 30 seconds I'm like come on bro like what, what are you doing you're no, the worst is when the worst is when they're satisfied and they're like all right I'm good now that was blessed you like, good too you good hello <laughs> literally <laughs> blessed for who no, no yeah. it wasn't good listen for me. if I have to masturbate after we've had oh. sex it's wiped off my body count bitch if that I'm wiping it listen me and this guy fucked and like I was like please just leave because like my vibrator is just waiting for me oh, to deal with no. this and I can tell you to this day my body count is minus one because he does not exist <laughs> minus 
screaming. Whatever I tell you my number is, it's minus one because he doesn't even exist. Why was it so bad? Like, did you just like he finished fast or it was just like he he I don't know what it was. And the thing is, like he like okay, so he couldn't keep himself hard. Oh god! So we kept having to go between like having sex and doing oral, and then going back to having Ew. sex. And it got to the point where I was like, "Is it me? Like, yeah. do I smell? Like, is I there something going? Like, I was like, is there something going on? Why you can't stay hard? Yeah. And it actually made me feel better when I connected with somebody else, not knowing that she had fucked him too. But we right. found out later on, and she was like, "Girl, I had the same problem." I was like, "Thank so God, because okay, so I, I carried that self esteem no, with me no for facts. five Sometimes years." Sometimes it's like, really the guys. It's really the, like old. take yeah. a Viagra, you twenty-one year old freak. Like, like, we were like 20 at the time I'm like yeah. why does your dick not work you are young I told him like never ever feel like not ever but like there's sometimes where it's like don't ever like don't automatically be like oh my god it's me like yeah. my yeah. pussy sucks no, no sometimes really these niggas really dicks are that. trash True. and yeah. the worst yeah. part about and it and the blood is not yeah. flowing is he kept out he kept he's like i know like, it's like he's like please just give me another chance to make it right i'm like you will never even no. sniff my vagina ever again <laughs> like i wouldn't even let you near it even if it was to eat me out like it wouldn't happen oh, because god. You got your one chance. Yeah. And it's even worse when they talk shit before it happens. Oh. Like, you did all that talking for what? The guys for who what? don't talk shit before sex are the, are the guys. Worst. Are, not the worst. are the worst? The, no, no, sorry. They I mean they're the best. They're like, they will damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones they will shift the, your insides. Yeah. Like, the ones who are kind of like, you know, like, it is what it is. When Any I man see you, who's tweeting about sex 24 7 is not trash. it. He's not <laughs> it. I just want to just, is this thing on? It's not it. I think, honestly, my worst sexual experience, bro. It was with the Twitter man. <laughs> that was me, but we all redacted, part. redacted, redacted, redacted. The asterisks. Oh my god, my worst sexual experience. Oh my god, bro. There's this guy, and I was expecting so much oh. because he was tall as fuck, football oh, no. player. I was like, oh, I know this okay, one. so you're. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble. You for lied this. to yourself. I hope I don't you get in trouble your... for this. I'm so sorry, Worston. But like, <laughs> he, I was like, you're gonna blow my back out. <laughs> He's gonna bring my back. Why did you lie to yourself? Why Bro, did you do that? Did he, he tell you he was gonna do it? Unzipped this? his jeans. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> tell me why it was a micro penis. Oh, no, it wasn't. Tell me that's why. a big word, Dom. Micro penis is a big word. I had a fucking ruler in my room. I looked at the ruler and I looked at the dick and I was like, there's no way that is more than three inches. Three! No, dog, you're lying. <laughs> Not even a six. She said three. She said three. three. I told y'all I'm how, talking about rock bottom today. How Thank tall? You. How tall is he? Six four. No, something's wrong. <laughs> it's something genetics. Wrong. It's genetics. Something was wrong. <laughs> it has something to be genetics. Something, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> was a glitch four. in the system because I don't there's understand. No way. There's no player. way. Theoretically, it should have all. There's no up. way. A black man too. Yes. There's oh, no ma'am. But you know what? Actually, I shouldn't air where he's from, so, like, you know. <laughs> he's from a very white area, so I don't so know that if that affects... His... <laughs> no, that won't affect your No, it does. Like... it does. It affects your growth. Bro, I was just... <laughs> Growing up in a white town. It affects your growth. It affects your growth. That's the only explanation I I want my niggas from Harlem. <laughs> Where are you from? Oh, London, Ontario. No, no, no. No, 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 affected your growth. This is not going to try it. You're so Screaming. I'm going to stop talking about rock bottom now. I'm done. Next. Would you ever get back with one of your exes or a or try again with a tin you called it quits with? Nope. Let me tell y'all a story. I'm ready. 
Yo. Yo, did you send this message? This one in the group chat? Because I've never seen this one. I think so. Yeah, it was in there. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Okay, so let me tell y'all a story that happened like last week, right? Oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> last week. This, this is fresh. Hot off the press. I need some Jack for this one. Let me just pour it. We haven't taken a shot. Yeah, no, we need to take a shot. But yeah, okay, go ahead. No, no, continue, continue. Continue. Oh Y'all respect my bladder. So <laughs> I finally, I finally decided. Are we right? on bathroom breaks? Like, I know. Can we? <laughs> no, we're not. I will. No, we're after. not. So Y'all better power I through it. I have to go. I got a whole. Oh, shit. Oh, you will take some you, of that. You are. You, are. you better pour some of that in your cup. I'll take some of that. <laughs> Mine's already at the max too, so I can't. Okay. Let's cheers right, and take cheers. this shot. Can we please oh have bathroom God. breaks? No. Okay. No bathroom breaks, girl. Get through it. All right. Continue your story. Okay. Once upon a time last week. <laughs> okay, so there's this guy, right? I called it quits. I was like, this isn't it. But then I was like, I'm a grown woman. I don't want shit from you except for, you know, the dick, right? Mm-hmm. So I tried it. <laughs> Zoe, that mm-hmm was very <laughs> strong. She felt it. She, she felt, felt it in her soul. <laughs> so here's my thing, right? If you set those boundaries and you're like, this is what I want and this is all that I want, it's not like last time where I was like, you know, mm-hmm. actually wanting you. I feel like it's okay to go back to mm-hmm. the to the try again. I agree. Right, right. Right? Yeah. With with the ting who you called it quits with. <laughs> <laughs> however it's girls lit. Look at her eyes. However. <laughs> however. <laughs> it backfired. He was like well, how do I know it's not like last time and this and that and maybe you want to like, you're going to make it more complicated and whatever. I said, okay, back to my question. <laughs> Is it happening or not? He said, I don't know. I said, okay, you're back to my subscriptions on Snapchat. Oh. oh. Don't flatter yourself. This girl said, you are, you are no longer a friend. You, you are subscribed. You are a subscri- you're a fan. So ladies, you're a fan. <laughs> try, try, it, try it again. If it doesn't work, Put him yeah. back in the subscription. Oh, ma'am. Oh, my God. I oh, think ma'am. it's okay when you when oh, you have a situation and then you reevaluate and you say, okay, maybe you're not good at this and this. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you're not good at the relationship, but you give some bomb dick. So maybe, like, yeah. we can issue. be friends with benefits. And, yeah. like, I have something like that where, like, we were just never on the same page. Like, I wanted something, then he didn't exactly. want it. Then he wanted a relationship. I didn't want it. Exactly. And we've always been at different pages in life. But best believe, like, that is, like, my number one yeah. friends with benefit. If I am yeah. out somewhere and I need some dick, he's yeah. going to come because there. that's all he's good for. Yeah. I realize that. he That's all he's good for. He's been in a relationship. And I've seen it as a friend, not good at it. Right. So why am I going to then put myself in that position? No, yes. no, no. Just because you give you good really day. You have to backtrack and reevaluate. Yeah. You're like, okay, it didn't work out in this. However, it really it works, works out like this. this. It really works it out like this. Out right there. <laughs> it worked out real good I that one time. <laughs> I believe. Let's bring it back. <laughs> I believe exes are exes for a reason, reason and your old things are your old things for a reason. a reason. Because even when one time, yo, <laughs> if, if this guy's listening, he's gonna be cheese. One time, <laughs> I I was talking to this guy for like a bit, whatever, whatever. He was with my old things, and we fell off. I didn't see this man for like a minute, right? 
this man was looking good in the club one time. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I see this night guy in like a year. Okay, mm-hmm. he was looking good in the club. The I was like, lights. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa! Those club I was lights, like, those club he, 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 got, he, got, he got, he got, he got buff. Like the shirt's looking nice and fitted. Like he, he got a medium on. <laughs> you know, he had a medium and he was a medium. He went shopping with the man who bought the Montclair, and he looked good. So you know, whatever, whatever. I'm like, hey, we've already done this. You already like, you know, done the run around. We already know each other. Yeah, we. Okay, so you know we hooked up again, blah blah. But it was like, bro, there was a reason why mm-hmm. we ended whatever it was. Like we were not talking anymore because. So it's like, oh, even though I went back, it's like, oh, I went back like for what for that one night. But it was like, no, that's when I knew like your old things are your old things for a reason. Yeah. If the dub, if the dick's really that good, okay, you know, keep it on rotation. Yeah. But it's like I'm not going back. We ended for a reason. You know what I mean? Uh, Same I thing. I believe that you can't be friends it with your ex. Doesn't mean that you can't nah. like. Yeah, I don't think. I think with see the thing is with exes I don't think you can be a friends immediately after like there has right. to be that space for sure right because yeah. I feel like if you're like you broke up and you're like oh well, we can still be friends you try to be friends like you're just gonna keep doing the same dance yeah, over sure. and over again there's gonna be that weird gray area like I think it's like you need to have that space mm-hmm. you guys need to separate you know feelings aside and then realize you know what we're really not good in a relationship mm-hmm. but we'd yeah. be good with friends like i have you know an ex like that where it's just like we're not good as at being together we've decided we mutually were like yo we really cannot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we can still bust jokes like yeah. we can still be friends and there's no issue with that yeah right but you do need that space like you can't just break up with somebody and be like all right like we can just it's, be friends yeah, and think it's gonna work out not nah, because no you're gonna be cheese next week yeah when you see my girl with the watch in her you know in her snap <laughs> drinking some wine you won't be ring. sick you won't be sick it's Stop. the pinky ring you're gonna me. be sick so a lot <laughs> <laughs> i feel personally, like personally for me oh sorry, yeah, sorry, no no sorry, go, go, go 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 real quick i don't know i've always been a one and done kind of girl like from exes to tings, like, I have just never been the kind of person that can go back. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, Leo. Mm. Maybe. Like, I don't even know that much about astrology to even say that. Bitch, I'm going to tell you about yourself. Tell me. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. Because I'm just like, I just, I can't. Like, I'll look at you and I'm just like, that was so, like, six months ago. Like, yeah, I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No matter how bomb the dick is, I'm just so determined. Like I'm like I'm gonna find better. Yeah, dick. yeah. There are so girl, many men in the world. No. Girl, you are not the when only you think men you're in the world. world. When you Toronto are two very different. Yes, because when you think exactly. you aren't gonna find Toronto it, has the man, six gonna, Listen, yeah. there's that six degrees of separation in Toronto. Yo. You know somebody that yeah. knows somebody that knows that dick. All you don't want that drives me up the fucking wall. I hate knowing that. You can't have nobody for yourself. Yes, you can't have What did we say? We liked our bun foreign baked. Foreign base. Yes. Yes. If you're gonna give me bun, give it to me overseas. <laughs> I don't want to know her. That. I don't want to clink with her in the club. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to see her. I don't want to know her act. Yeah. Don't ever give me bun, first yeah, of all. Like, yeah. don't fucking cheat yeah. on me. Yeah. But I would rather yeah. get cheated on where I don't know, know the, girl. the girl. I have no like, ties to her yeah, than having no fucking 56 you find out the man gave you bun? fucking friends. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You imagine that my Instagram is like followed by like, 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 all I'm saying is personal experience yeah dick is great locally <laughs> but maybe a man from a certain state gonna <laughs> come down <laughs> and throw so it on the biggest in. advocate for US and he, men, and so he you gonna throw it on you and you're gonna Fold you different, different. Fold Listen. you in half, and you're gonna pretzel season. Pretzel like a pretzel. 
Listen, you're gonna be like, damn, American ain't even that bad. It's not. It's good, listen, it's really not. Listen, they eat there. ass over there. Toronto men are not even on that level yet. So like, <laughs> we talk about a different level of niggas Ooh. over there. Okay, like, <laughs> okay. let's move on. Let's get professional. <laughs> we talk about eating ass. Monday. Okay. <laughs> Monday. This was email scenario number two. So we had another anonymous mm. email. I don't think I shared this with you guys yet. Um, hold on. So she said, um, just would like to say firstly that I've really enjoyed the podcast. Always refreshing to get black women's perspectives on relevant topics. Thanks, girl. Aww. My question slash thought to you is surrounding interracial dating. In my experience, I've always been the most loved and welcomed by men of other races. I'm a black woman, by the way. Their level of education has always matched mine, and their finances were usually up to par. <laughs> I'm always calling y'all out. Right. Calling y'all out. Sorry, can you repeat that last line? Sorry. Okay, I'll read it from the beginning. So no, no, it's okay. Just like. The, the the part that made you guys go Ooh. girl I'm low-key lit I don't remember what I said oh hold on she Ooh, said they my, not okay. on the same <laughs> level in my experience okay. I've always been the most loved and welcomed by men of other races I'm a black woman by the way their level of education has always matched mine and their finances were usually up to par I've always been alone and really selectively not dating black men for those reasons mm. my question then is should black women be exploring their options more seeing as black men are doing it in large numbers Ooh, oh, shit. The table. The table has been shaking. <laughs> it's it's um, been shook. I don't um, know. I'll speak because, like, I have casually dated other races. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not for me. Like, I've been there, tried it. It's just like there's just certain cultural differences that you're just not gonna understand. Like, Bro, you know what I mean? Like, I'll give you. Okay, this is. I went on a date with a guy white. White guy, very good looking, was like a coach of a basketball team, very well established, like had his own shit. You know, first date went really well. Mm-hmm. Second date, we were chilling at his house, smoking some weed. His friend came over. I don't even remember because that was so lit. I don't even remember what movie we were watching. All I know was there was nudity. And um, this is the thing when you talk about cultural differences. Black men would never have this discussion. Mm-hmm. They started talking about white men celebrity penises and which ones were bigger and they were kept calling it cocks they kept calling it cocks yes yes Ah, and I was like C word and I was like I don't like that I was like child no like I had to pack it up right then and there I had to come up with some emergency he called it a cock my chest is burning my chest is burning one thing I'll say white men love saying the C word I can't even say it I'll throw up like if we were having sex if I was having sex with a white guy and he said yeah you like this cock Honestly, I have to say, I've never been with a white man for that reason. Like, I'm scared. Like, I'm actually scared. You like this what? Yeah, like, you You like like what? You like this what? Please, sir. Please refrain from using the C word. Yes. Refrain from using it in my presence, please. Oh, my God. And I just knew instantly at that point, I was like, I can never date a white man. I can never do it. See? And I was already preoccupied with the anxiety of, like, yo, his dick is pink. Yeah. How am I gonna do this? Like I kept saying, like, how are you gonna do this? Like Sherry, you were not built for this. How can Don't you do it? I kept, and then Your when, mama when ain't raised comes, no bitch. raised no bitch. I'll take some white dick. No, 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 no. Because when he said it that way, I was like, I am not gonna be able to handle this in the bedroom. If you call yeah. it cock, I am out. If you call it cock, I don't care. We can be in Bacchus. I'm packing my shit up and I'm leaving right then and there. Like in in regard to what she said, though, if that's what you seem to attract, then maybe that's what's for you. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's something for everybody. You know, Mm. like 
I can't handle that word either. <laughs> Personally, that is not for me. Just that in itself is like the whole cultural thing and all that you may be making fun, like not making fun of, but like, oh, you guys say like wagwan and like bumba claw. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, oh, I couldn't say, say something in Jamaican for me. Like, oh, Jamaican. <laughs> like the- I, once, I went, I once, I once went to, um, What's that place called? Ocho, Ocho Rias? Yeah. Ocho Rias? <laughs> oh no. So you like listen to Bob Marley? Maybe, maybe like... that's what's for you. Yeah. Maybe that's what's for you. If that's, if that's you. what you attract, like some girls attract hood niggas, some, some girls attract bankers, some girls attract accountants, some girls attract niggas that ain't shit. Yep. Maybe you attract white niggas. White, <laughs> white boys. Niggas. White niggas. White wiggas. Wiggas. Yeah, to go off with, to go off with Dahlia said, yeah, I agree. Like if you attract men outside your race and you like men outside your race then completely go for it um but i mean like i would say that there are definitely black men who are educated and there definitely are black men who have their finances in order and definitely have their money together so i wouldn't usually i wouldn't agree with using that as a reason why you would date outside your race Mm -hmm. because there definitely are black men who are well together and educated and do have great jobs or entrepreneurs or whatever the case may be so um yeah i would say that just personally i've always been attracted to black men i've always dated black men that's my personal experience i have nothing against Mm -hmm. any woman who wants it outside i think it's a cool experience as long as you're on the same page and you're both supportive of each, other, or supportive of each other's cultures, um, go for it. But um, if black women want to date outside your race, yeah. go for it. And some of those like black women with like an Asian man or a white man, they'd be fine as fuck. Yeah. Though those couples look good. Yeah. It's just, it's not for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just not. It's not for everyone. When I envision my relationship, I know, like, it's just like blackity black. Like, black. Yeah. Black, black. Like, we will be black as fuck with black ass kids yeah, having yeah. a black ass love. Like, I, I just don't. Having a black ass yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, my wedding house. gonna be in Jamaica with a whole bunch of dance hall. Like no yeah. white man's gonna understand that. Right. Like I just don't. When I see my future, I just don't see. I'm not gonna teach you my culture. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I just think there's so many. Unless you're American. <laughs> I, I, will, I was in school I to be a teacher, bitch. I will <laughs> teach. Good night. Good night. I'll give you tests, pop quizzes, all the above. She said, I'll look over the oxtails. Unless you're American. Unless you're American. I'll overlook the oxtails. The, oxtail. oh, oh, no, no, no. the hungry gal is accepting American applications. I just feel like there's too many variables. Like, right. like, there's just so many things. I have to think about you and how deep does it go? Like, are you actively anti-racist right. or are you mm-hmm. just not a racist like right. what about is your family, family yeah when i meet your family are <laughs> oh they gonna God. like are they gonna be saying all these low-key microaggressions like am i gonna have to deal with that yeah. am i gonna have to teach you and your whole entire family how to carry yourselves yeah. right. around me and my family not right. happening. absolutely not if your mom can see a microaggression like i'm gonna have to beat her up like i'm gonna have to beat her up i will curb like, stomp your mother if imagine I have having I'm to so beat up someone's mom like imagine you come to thanksgiving dinner about oh my god like you're yeah exactly like like, oh, like, um, no, 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 no. You're but, not about to play me like that. Yeah, it's going to be an issue, so i just rather not yeah. be a part of it. But that's. to say off what she said, yeah, date who you want to date. If that's what you enjoy and you're happy in your place of interracial dating, then go ahead. Mm-hmm. Black women, if you want to experience side your race, I 100% support it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, I 100% support it, because that's kind of how I am. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I don't same. think that black women should 
you we need to start dating outside our race because these black men are shit. No, no don't do that. If that's your yeah. motive, don't just start dating yeah. outside your race because at that point you don't even want to. You're looking for something that's not just get a fulfilling. dog. And I think there just are get a dog. <laughs> and I think there are like she talked about black men dating outside their race too. And like I think there are a ton of black men dating right. outside their race for more problematic reasons. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that that's necessarily the way that we should go about it. Which, I mean, as a black woman, it sucks because it's like will say okay black men are going to date outside their race but like don't write off all black men you know what i mean like yeah. we're still here at the end yeah. of the day saying i'm yeah. claiming black men you know right. what i mean we're claiming them when they're not even really trying to claim what? us like that facts like. facts so i think that like okay but man see the bathroom break though can't, like, uh, like, uh, like, no, you can't bro you are watching a master yes. at work so welcome back to episode four from our brief intermission. This is the first episode where my guests made us take a pee break. <laughs> so we're back at it. So anyways, yes, just to finish off this scenario, um, date who you want to date. As long as you're not bashing your race, it doesn't matter. Attract who you want to attract. Follow your heart. And I hope that in myself. <laughs> Follow your heart. Okay, next, please. Also, you're recording with people 5'5 five, five and under. Like, we have small bladders. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Dating in COVID. How men have to work twice as hard to holla? Mm, mm, mm. Okay. I can. I feel like I can speak on that. Okay. Because I'm a little drunk, so I'm going to put some things out there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But, okay. So, I've had kind of like... Like, my number one, like, I have, you know, like, my list of guys that I kind of... But my number one, he doesn't even live in Canada. He lives in the States. Girl. And he's unfortunately in a state that is hardly affected by... Like, very, very hard hit <laughs> by COVID. Florida. So, yeah. He's in exactly. He's <laughs> oh, in Florida. No. And God knows I might not see him till 2021. But, like, he has done so much with us not being able to see each other in like mm -hmm. six months like i saw him just before the lockdown happened okay. i was like super secretive about it but i was like out in miami like literally just after i came back from trinidad i went out there we saw each other we had such a good fucking time and it kind of like reaffirmed to us like this is what we want mm -hmm. and then covid happens <laughs> and i'm like bitch like this is what i feel like i must have been voodooed in my love life because it's like yeah. nothing works out for me girl it'll but work he out. did it'll work out. so like i mean like sending me flowers like he, you know, he bought me some sex toys to keep me, like, active Aww. so I don't be fucking nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> a smart man. A, a smart, smart man. man. Exactly. <laughs> he did, like, he put in that effort to show, like, even though we're not going to be able to see each other for a long time, like, I'm here for you. You can survive not you. seeing him. You I rate that. I mean, with the sex toys, yes, I can. Oh. He, <laughs> listen, he put in like a good five hundred dollars. So I'm gonna let y'all imagination <laughs> guess. Oh my god, um, he got some I good stuff, that. and it was like you know, like it was just like little things, like Facetime dates of us, like watching movies together or like okay. you know baking together like just doing little things to like yeah. so make it like okay even though we can't physically see each other like we can still have dates yeah right so mm -hmm. like i feel like he has definitely worked twice as hard because on original like before covid happened our communication wasn't really there but i liked him it's just that I'm a busy person. I'm like, I'm not really uh, on the phone person. I'm not really a texting person either. Mm -hmm. Like, it really just depends on what day you catch me. I can think about you and think like, oh, I miss him. But like, I'll just be so busy that I won't even pick up my phone and even right. say that. Same. You know what I mean? So before then, our communication was kind of spotty. Like, we would talk maybe every two or three days. But it worked for the both of us. Like, he wasn't mad. I wasn't mad about it. It just kind of worked out the way that it was. And it had been that way before we saw each other right before the lockdown. Um, 
but I definitely see now he's putting in more effort mm-hmm. than he would have had to do because he's like, okay, like I really can't see you, so I got to make sure like you're not doing nothing with nobody else. Yeah, you know, like your interest is still there <laughs> mm-hmm. if I can't see you because my mind can. I'm not gonna lie, like my mind will wander if you're not putting yeah. that intention out. Like there's somebody out there that's gonna yeah. give me that attention. Yeah. So he's putting the work, he's and I like that because he can't really go back from that. Like yeah. now that you've raised the bar higher for yourself. Yeah. Like, he definitely set the standards, so, like, like, how are you gonna, like, I can never have a man talk a different way to me. Like, a man lived in a whole other country, Mm -hmm. in a whole other state, that was hard hit by COVID, and you're out here, like, making sure I get flowers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't even talk to me if you're in my city, and you don't give me no flowers. Like, (laughs) what? You can't even get a single rose? That's five bucks, my nigga? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, that that bar is up there. Once you deal with a certain type of man, your bar is, like, up there, and you can't. You can never go any less. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I think dating and COVID, I feel like you have, to, you definitely have to work harder and yeah. get creative because you can't really see your person now, especially if they live, yeah, in, like, mm-hmm. the United States where, like, obviously they're hit way different than we are. Um, yeah, they have to get creative. They have to work harder. So it's like, you know, sending a little one-two flowers or yeah. a, yeah. a little one-two Jordan. A little one-two, one-two Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> oh, my. That, yeah, that's <laughs> and he, Like, I even, like, when he sent them to me, he was like, yeah, he's like, I got to keep things interesting. Like, I don't yeah, know what I'm going to see you, even though hopefully... It if I risk my um, <coughs> I take my vitamin C so I'm very confident emergency I'm just gonna wear vitamin D wear my, <laughs> just gonna wear my mask but um, yeah when I get the chance to see him in the near future like you know I know he's put in that work for however many months yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm confident that yeah. we'll have a good time and it feels more genuine because it's like <laughs> why you keep looking at me because you know him that's why I'm looking at you <laughs> so he's like yeah he's <laughs> She's like, yeah, and yeah, that, that nigga that you know. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. Uh, when he bought me Jordan. You ain't going to fucking be there, bitch. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's what I, I honestly, like, yeah, ultimately, yeah. outside of my personal situation, um, yeah, it's got to put in the extra effort. It doesn't have to be, like, money spent, but you know what I right. mean? Like, yeah, like, right. FaceTime dates, like, you know, being flowers, thoughtful. being thoughtful, thoughtful. you know, checking effort, in, asking like, how, like, you're actually yeah. doing, not just, like, small convo type shit, like, actual yeah. real conversation, so on and so forth, yeah. if you actually want it to work with that person, because, yeah, we don't know how long we're going to be in the situation. Yeah, I feel like COVID kind of exposes who's, like, really right for you and who's not, you know what right. I mean? Because it's, like, you have to remove, like, depending on your occupation or your standards or who you live with at home, you're in, like, full quarantine, Right. right so if you are living let's say you're living with a grandparent that's immunocompromised and you're like you know what i really can't see you because you're still going to work every day and i don't know is he still like doing things to make it known like you're special during yeah. this time because keep in mind we've been in quarantine for what how many like four five six it's months been like years, yeah. it's been, it feels like it's been a year at this point but if like i feel like COVID is like the time to test your relationship because if he's not doing serious things while he can't see you like he's not for you sis yeah. like he don't care mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like it's and it's something i feel like with women like men like to point us like we're so complicated but it's so simple like it's so simple like i say all the time like literally uh, like a man if i'm at the club like i had a few times where i've been at like at the club and a guy wanted my number and he bought me a single rose you know those ladies that walk around and then he comes so he comes with the rose and then i'm like okay you can actually get my number because you actually went out of your way like receiving gifts is like my love language that's my number one love language is receiving gifts yo claim it and it's not even like a lot of people are are eager to claim no i will say that with my chest i will say it with my quality time no 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 nigga buy me shit (laughs) buy me shit okay (laughs) that's how you get my attention buy me shit that's me i'm like quality time no 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 i say my chest buy me shit 
<laughs> buy me shit. Like there was one time, like I remember, just even a random situation. It was like my birthday weekend, and me and my homegirls were at a club, and this dude like bought me a bottle of Moet, and then just walked away. Bought me the bottle and said, happy birthday. It's and so nice when they don't expect anything like, else after. Now I want your number, though. <laughs> yeah, like, why yeah, don't, yeah. like, you just bought me, like, uh, like you know, Moet at LCB was like, what, $60, $70? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> buy that shit online. It's like, I mean, at the club, it's like $150, $200. I'm like, you just spent that on a woman you didn't even know. Told me happy birthday and walked away. Yeah. She's taking notes. I, <laughs> I literally chased after him. I was like, no, 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 no. You got to come back and give me your number, sweet yeah, bits. Yeah. Like, sweet bits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see him like that. Not that night. And you know what? It's I went home. I was upset. I was like, he was so respectful. He didn't want anything from you. And you didn't ask for his number. And he was really good looking. Yeah. And it just so oh. happened that I went to Soka or die three days later and he was there yeah. I seen him from Yo. you know how Pat Cabana is oh, wow. I seen him at fucking the line I was all the way in in the booth behind DJ I seen that nigga at the line girl, and I was zoomed in I was like I'm gonna get his number tonight baby oh. I'm gonna get his fucking number tonight that's actually so cute I like that I love when guys do like nice things and they're not expecting anything yeah back. like it almost makes you fuck with you because you're just like yeah. yo you actually don't want anything from this Thanks. like because it's always like there's always a motive mm-hmm. yeah. always so when motive. they do something nice you're just like yeah you actually don't want something from this it's mm-hmm. so nice yeah. yeah i feel like with coronavirus though i'm like yo how are people meeting new people because like i know most people are comfortable with people they already know right they'll see them but like for example i have friends who are like looking for new dick appointments like oh no no no, no, no where no, are you no. getting them from no, you got to wait i got asthma like i can't uh-huh. even listen <laughs> with nobody that's a death sentence like you just gotta like. push through the drought and then after coronavirus nah, like yeah, trying to figure yeah, it out because yeah, like no. are people really meeting new people during new people new bodies in this this climate's low but but to be honest social media has been quite the active yeah that's true it has been very active in the past few months yeah you know what because you can't go out and get that validation or attention so now you got to take it to social media to figure it out exactly so, so like, yeah. they gotta work but hard. I'm here for the men working twice as hard. Yeah. I'm here for it too. Keep doing it. Um, is dating in Toronto really that bad, or do you feel like people say that in every city? <laughs> people definitely say that in every. city I feel like yeah, because yeah, I do. feel like I follow a good portion of American Twitter, yeah. and all of the metropolitan cities, they all have that more or less to say. Like New York, they say that about it. They say it about Chicago. They say it about mm. Atlanta. They say it about Miami. Mm. Like I feel like every metropolitan city where you have a big amount of people and the visible people being visible on social media like, i think that's what what's the issue is with toronto like if you are anybody in toronto you're you're visible right. that's really really what it is it doesn't even matter if you have a thousand followers you're visible in some aspect mm-hmm. yeah. and it makes it hard when you put in those factors like okay will you fuck somebody that i know that i don't really like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i cancel men just off that right the world feels so right. small it yeah does. like i i don't give a fuck i will judge you off your exes i will judge you <laughs> I I, like i said before you can't like me and that bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no way. There's Show no me way. Your track record. And you're like, not about to level up with me. Like you're not yeah. about to gain clout off me. Like you know what I mean. Like if you are dating a girl that is shaped like a half-eaten roti, keep that oh same my. energy. You are, not gonna come to me. you are not going to come to me. You are not going to come to me after. I think this is a level up. I am judging you. Like I am yeah. judging you. Honestly, I feel you. Yeah. I think yeah. When the city feels really small, I feel like I don't even know if I can fully relate with Toronto because like my date in my early dating years yeah. i spent in ottawa because i was in school right so for me i experienced that with ottawa because like, ottawa is so freaking small i can't wait to go back to the gta because i feel like not everybody's gonna know each other like it's not gonna mm. be so tight-knit and then i came back to toronto and i was like 
Like, bitch, bring back to Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you were like, bring back to Ottawa. <laughs> it's the same shit on like a slightly different scale. Yeah, right. So I don't know if dating in Toronto is really that bad because I, I can't even say I've dated that many people mm-hmm. to even talk about that. But there's a one two local gym here yeah. and there. You know? Girl, bye. <laughs> sorry, sorry. There is. You're like, no, like, no, no, I think there there is. Of course, you have your gym. I don't know. Jeb. Can I take my shot? Yeah, let's take a shot. But um, what I will say is, yeah, I feel like the reason why, sorry, we feel that dating in Toronto is bad is because, more like water. I know, um, <laughs> that's not good. the reason why we feel dating in Toronto is bad is because we're so familiar with everyone or not everyone, but most people right. in Toronto, you know what I mean? There's people who are like around our age bracket or like, and then within our community or people we see often, I feel like we're too familiar that it gets, it's a turnoff sometimes, you yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like you know who he's dated or who he's fucked and now you're like ugh you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. I feel like that's why we think it's bad but I mean there's definitely yeah I, I believe there's some gems here I haven't found any clearly <laughs> um, but yeah that's why and when I say like I I like or I talk to American men or I have or I like American man or whatever it's like mm-hmm. I just got different energy that I've never yeah. experienced here and that's not to say that that or that energy doesn't exist here just from my personal experience like i've never had a guy pursue me the way that american, um, men that american yeah. man has yeah. 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 yeah so it's like it's never to diss toronto matter it's just like yeah. that from my experience like he's done a lot of different things that i like that yeah the, the toronto men that i've dated have not done that yeah. they lack I'm not saying yeah. all of them right. lack. that's my first i'm not saying all of you guys it's just like that from my personal experience that's how it's been yeah but i feel like there's definitely girls in the city who are like girl these niggas ain't shit in new york and i'm like girl when i went to new york yeah, it was a different story yeah. like exactly. and also i feel like they're so like speaking like like using america for example there's so many people right. like the population in right. america is like what almost double yeah triple yeah. especially for us toronto women who yeah. have only based our dating experience off toronto men like you yeah. go into america and you're like oh my god yes. like and some people also, are like, everybody here is so contrary into a small yeah area. Like, yeah once you yeah. go farther and farther out like there's not really much selection yeah, yeah. and i don't so care what anyone says place. there's something in the water there is with black american men no, no. Maybe Toronto niggas won't understand. Maybe wouldn't. because there's just so many black options American to choose men. from. Yeah, it's just like yeah. yo, some of them are just like, oh, like you guys are good looking out yeah. here. Yeah, like, I have an abundance of like niggas over six feet. That's not a yeah. thing in Toronto. Like. And people, oh, you like, know, yeah, yeah, there's like, a lot of five foot ten. Exactly, there's a lot of five foot ten in Toronto. I might see a guy like he's good looking. You know, okay, cool, he's good looking. Blah blah. Like obviously, I recognize people good looking in Toronto. Yeah. But when you go to the states, you're like, whoa, it's every one. Like of your them. head is it's like, every, whoa, every whoa, one of them. whoa, yeah. ping pong, like, tennis, <laughs> head bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Like you're just <laughs> looking at yeah, different men. Everyone's like, whoa, not even like I have to flush. Like whoa, like that's a good looking man. Oh, that's another good looking man. Look at his friend. Look at that guy behind the camera. Like, yeah. It's like, wow, this is so many yeah. looking yes. crew. Yes. And then my, the thing is, my preference doesn't change between mm-hmm. anywhere I go. Right. I just, like, obviously there's more people, so I notice yeah. more good-looking people. Yeah. It's that yeah. simple, but that's how I feel about I haven't even visited America like that. Girl, you missing like, out. But I mean, you wiped up, like, so yeah, we don't yeah, even yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> you don't need to go unless you did. I mean, like, you know, in my single times, like, I, yeah, <laughs> I never yeah. went to, like, Miami or, like, yeah. I never went to, like, Atlanta. Like, I never been yeah. to so America you don't know. in my older years. You don't years. know. Yeah. It's been since I was, like, seven. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. since I visited America and actually, like, peaked yeah. it. So. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Honestly, there's just like this is the thing about Toronto, and I can only compare my experience because I've only dated Toronto men and I've only dated American niggas. Like that's right. that's literally the <laughs> two I have the to contract. compare. Exactly. <laughs> and with Toronto men, like I get this general 
feeling it's like you gotta work for anything you gotta work for a call you gotta work for a date you gotta it's like I don't wanna be labeled a boops ting so you know what I mean yeah. like you gotta yeah. prove certain things before they're willing to do that for you whereas Tron, mm-hmm. like American niggas like yo I'll fight you tomorrow it's not a deal like and I'll I'm buy like, you shoes <laughs> whatever like, I'm like so you need my passport yes. number now <laughs> literally literally like I'm gonna tell you like listen do you want my aeroplane number yes or no I'm gonna tell y'all a story because he probably not even gonna listen to this because he doesn't have social media but like me and my girls went to New York we just had a girls trip went to New York I was single went to like Afro Beats and Brunch I was there I seen a nigga I was like yo I walked up to him I'm like hi I'm gonna be your future wife like I had one of those oh, nights wow. I was like he was so Sydney fine had mimosas. yes I had the bottomless <laughs> I was on one with my 1942 mimosa like you know what I mean I was on it I felt it and I was just like you know what? I'm gonna be your future wife and literally like within three days flight booked went back there just for like you know just a couple days just for a date and went back and it was just like Toronto men would never do something Ever. like that they wouldn't even so. drive not the ones that I, I live know, downtown personally. and most of the men that I meet in Toronto yeah, don't actually live yeah. downtown they live in like Brampton or Milton or Ajax or Pickering and it's like even getting them to come downtown for a date is an issue it's like yeah. do you whereas know, a man like, would my know car yes. is like in the <laughs> like you know like yeah. <laughs> My car is like, you know, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see, like, if my dukes can, like... <laughs> I choose to say my me. mom's been living with me for, like, two years, but it's not a ting. Like, you do can you just think, sleep over, okay, like... Do you think it's because Toronto men have so much more options? Like, bro, Toronto women are... Oh, because Toronto yeah. women... Yeah, yeah, they yeah, have everything to pick that. up. It's, it's not even fair. Everything. It's not like, even fair. Because look at Toronto men and look at Toronto women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm These niggas can't even be 5'10". Like, they can't even be 5'10". They should grow to 6'3". Please. No, okay. Look at the caliber of women. You don't even have the audacity to be tall enough to date us. Like, oh, how? No. Like, oh, unfortunately, no. I can't say anything because I'm five feet. <laughs> I was once told that I need to seckle with my five, six, five, nah. seven guy. Nah, However, I was just. Yes, let her seckle. No. No. I'm no. short too. No, no. No. Seckle. I have my preference and I'm allowed I'm to have my eight. preference. No, but I and was I would like having, my six, four. I was having this conversation <laughs> with my friend the other day. I was like, yo, like my, my guy friend. I was like, you guys have so many options. You guys will be on your explore page and scroll and be like, yeah. yo, that girl's fine. You'll find Oh my people. God. Oh yeah. my God. She's from Toronto. Yo, this girl's fine. She's from Toronto. We'll be scrolling and I'll be like, oh my God, he's fine. Melanin dot boys dot three. <laughs> yeah. It's like some black <laughs> man black page. Man. And it's not even the real page. You're like, fine ass black yo, man. And you're black man. man. You just scroll through the chat like, did anyone at him? Did anyone at him? Did anyone at him? Subscribe to find us black men. Like, I was like, no, we're not gonna post next. Listen, I was liking so many pics of tall, dark skinned niggas. That's all my explore page shows me. And they all from the States. Not one of them is from Toronto. Not one of them. Toronto men have it nice still. They have it nice. They do. And like, being a person that lives downtown, like, I literally would just like walk down Queen Street and it's like, oh my gosh, she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, the random random cashier at Freshco is fucking fine. And it's just like, and then you see the men and it's just like, you live on your mom's couch. You have all this brand name, but you don't have any other thing to your Girl, name you go on pop bottles oh, every weekend like you know what i mean like it's like or you have like a complicated situation that i just don't want to involve myself in because yeah. somebody that i know knows that girl yeah and i don't want to involve myself with yeah. it like i feel like that's our problem but, but i don't think that that's a toronto specific i yeah, feel like that's yeah. like any big city specific you're gonna yeah. have those issues this is yes. another thing that i was talking to my friend about i was like the thing with like dating guys from toronto talking to guys from toronto is like you'll know so many people that know him yeah. mm. but at the same time it's like 
what's worse knowing people that know him or meeting someone from the states that you know nothing about and you can never find information on why can i, I never find information like, Do I no, but I can, what? what listen i'm an fbi agent i'm an fbi agent i can find it out but i feel like you never actually know like his track record you'll never know if he's a crazy person you'll never know any of that stuff because at the end of the day if you know anybody you're going to be knowing his friends who might have whatever narrative they want but he'll never also he'll never know if i'm crazy or it's like it's like we're both taking we're both getting like a fresh perspective we're not the issue it's it's them <laughs> do you know what <laughs> one thing it's, i'm gonna say about toronto you, though is like me. you have to take everything people say about other people like with a grain of salt That's mm-hmm. because sure. the thing is like there's shit that people have probably said about me that you guys were probably like if you heard it you'd be like mm, you know what i don't really want to fuck with sherry because like i heard this and this about I'm her talking about, but like, then you get a meet type shit. oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah. that's a different story like you know if he's a woman abuser like yeah, it's, it's I mean. one of those yeah. you're not really gonna know you but know what i mean but it's like people make their own opinions and that's the thing with toronto is like we all kind of go off rumors and he said she said so there's no real way you gotta kind of know you gotta go in with like okay i'm just gonna know this person for who they present yeah. to me yeah and i can decide later if they're lying or not yeah you know what i mean because if you yeah. go up what everybody has to say like people have said shit about me too mm-hmm. and if people agree. listen to what they had to say i'd have no friends in yeah. toronto i'd have no friends in toronto sure. people listen to what they said about me yeah, you know I feel so you. i feel you next one that's real <laughs> shit has a man's past dating history ever deterred you from pursuing him i think like we answered this yep. kind of but yeah it has yep. definitely um no Really? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's just take it back. Oh, hey. Let's take it back. Hey. 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 Yo, 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 we all said yeah, yeah, uh, no. no. <laughs> and we oh, said, God. wait, what? Oh. Back to what Sherry said about you know not judging people off what you heard about them. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Honestly, okay. Okay, because. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If I'm keeping it real, if I'm keeping it a hundred percent. This question's all you, baby girl. <laughs> I'ma hug it. I will hug it. Okay. Hug I it will, tight. That's your man. I'm hugging it. I'm hugging hug it. That's your man. You gonna hug it. My I'm hugging it because I if I listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to take another bathroom break. Um, no, we're not. <laughs> Continue. We're okay. almost done. Oh check one, two, check one, two. I genuinely believe. Okay. Okay, no, 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 no. I've, okay, I've had other men, Dirty Mac, my current men, mm-hmm. to me. Okay. And, you know, I've heard about, you know, their past and whatever and it's not he's not the only person like there's other men who i've dealt with who like i've heard about their past Mm -hmm. and their stories and whatever and i'm just like i'm just the kind of person that's like i want to see how you deal with me personally right Mm -hmm. like because it's unfortunate that you know there are some people out there who you know go through things get hurt whatever and you know take that on other people and deal with that in a way that's inappropriate and act a certain way in their previous relationships where it's like i don't necessarily believe that if you were acting like that before that you'll bring that to me Mm -hmm. so while i might be weary and while i might be watching you and while i might be checking to see like all right you told me x y and z about your past Mm -hmm. let me see how you step to me right 
I feel like it doesn't deter me from pursuing because I want to see it with my own eyes. Right. Okay, that's right. You know what that's I mean? Fair. And that could be to my detriment, and that could be, you know, beneficial to me. And and it really depends because in the past. It's been detrimental to me where it's like, yo, I took you at your word and thought that you might be different and I look like a mon clown. (laughs) But I mean, like, you just hug those L's. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, you hug those L's and I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, you lost me. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And so in my current situation, I feel like if I really listened to other people and what they said about my current relationship, I would not have... I would not be with my soulmate right now. Like, right. Right. Mm-hmm. and that's, that's, that's kind of how I deal with that. And I feel the same way with not just relationships, but with friendships too. Like, I'm not just yeah. listening to what people say about you. Cause I know at the end of the day, it's coming from a biased place. Yeah, like the yeah. way Zoe looks at somebody might be the, a different from the way Dahlia is looking at somebody because y'all had different experiences with this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just the kind of person that's like, I'm going to watch and see how you, how you step to me and go yeah. from there. I think there's levels um to like the past if it's like you were like a serial like cheater like yeah it's kind of like uh, that's a red that's a big red flag for me that probably personally that might deter me because i know i can't handle cheating so it's like mm-hmm. you would have to do so much to prove to me that you wouldn't right. cheat on me yeah. before i take you seriously but i feel right. like there's a lot of things that can deter me um and even if it's stuff that he tells me shit like yeah like i've cheated on every single girlfriend i've had mm-hmm. <laughs> okay well <laughs> no it doesn't even have to be word of mouth it could be like you know like i've done this or i've done that and i would definitely be like okay well that's that's something i'm not okay yeah. with you know i mean like if yeah. a man was like yeah i put my hands on a girl once like okay well Ugh. no like you know what i mean like that's something, yeah, that's yeah, something yeah, from yeah, your past yeah, that yeah, yeah. so def- i can't say that like there's nothing that would deter me. There's quite a few things that would deter me, but I also mm-hmm. agree with you said, like, when it comes to, like, secondhand information or, like, yeah. oh, he played this girl, there's always two sides to every story, so yeah. it's, like, yeah. you know, I'll try my... If I can, if I think I can move past it, I'll try my best, right. but if it's something like, yo, I know myself, I know I'm able to move past it, I'm not. It's gonna right. deter me. Yeah. I agree with you. There's definitely boundaries, because, yeah. like, for example, I'm like, yo, if you've ever abused somebody... Yeah, yeah of course. Lock yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock off. That's yeah. information I need to know. Yeah. Facts! <laughs> um, but there are just things, like, I know in my past experiences, like, yo, I haven't always been the best person either Mm -hmm. and i know if i got a chance to tell my side of the story it's like yo x y and z is what led me to do this right so i'm automatically gonna listen to another person's experience like if you got fucked up somewhere along the way and you ended up taking that out on other people in whatever way i feel you like we're imperfect you know what i mean it's all about how we're growing and learning from that experience and how are you being different today Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah so i don't know i feel (laughs) it's it's definitely different there's 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 levels to this shit i agree that was a good laugh i feel like for me like it's the the same thing like of course if i hear stories of you like abusing women Mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna involve myself with you you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i'm just like you know what it doesn't even matter what the context is. The fact that this is being said about you just lets me know that I need to, like, keep my distance. Right. But I'm not really going to judge a man based on his dating history because I've had men say false information about me. Like, you know, right. like an ex Same. that I had before him and I even got involved, he was kind of, like, trying to, like, you know, like, ask around, like, you know, like, what is, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And when he did, like, you know, his his background check, it didn't come back right. Right. And it wasn't even truthful information. It was coming from a man that was bitter. You know what I mean? He was like, you don't want to do that. Like, she's fucked with, like, X, Y, Z amount of niggas. And you don't want to talk to her. And it wasn't even true. It wasn't even true. You know what I mean? So had he listened to him, him and I would have never dated 
for years after the fact. Right. Like, it was just about him just being like, all right, so what if she has X amount of niggas like, yeah, that yeah, she yeah. slept with? Like, that has nothing to do with me. Yeah. And him being mature enough to make that decision led to a long-term relationship. So on being somebody who was, like, on the backside of it, I wouldn't judge people based on that unless it was, like, a really severe mm-hmm. accusation because you have to then check, like, what is the credibility of what I'm being said? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and this may be a person that, like, five years ago, they're not that same person anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I can't judge them on your story of your interaction that happened, like, back in 2010. We're in 2020. Yes. That person has grown and been a different person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. You kind of have to, even if you hear something bad, you got to just proceed with caution. If that's, if it's really, if something in your gut is telling you, like, you know what, I really want to, like, get to know where this person is, yeah. just proceed with just caution. Watch. And yeah. just hope, like, right. hope you're wrong with what you're hearing. Facts. You know what yeah. I mean? And if you end up being right with what you're hearing, just, it's a lesson learned. Like, Facts. And I think it also depends yeah. on who it's coming from. Because, like, I know a lot of people who will be straight up and just say, like, yo, I did X, Y, and Z. I did this. I did that because you know i was going through whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they'll just straight up tell you everything they've done and just be 100 percent honest whether it's bad or good or ugly as hell mm-hmm. right so if i'm like if i'm hearing it from you i'm more inclined to give you an opportunity because i'm like you've thought about this you've reflected you've taken accountability mm-hmm. versus it's like you pretended to be this angel right and then i'm going and hearing from right. other people that you really were trash you know what i mean so i feel like that also plays a part too like are you owning up to it are you taking accountability or are you just brushing it off and acting like it didn't happen put those l's on the summer jam screen because i'm a big person of that put my shit right out there on blast i fucked up and this is how i fucked up just so you know so when you hear it by somebody else you you know you're hearing it straight from the service exactly you can't say i ever lied to you (laughs) moving on Oh, so it says you're all boss like women. Where do you see yourself in ten years from now? No money. It's like a lie. Point blank. Get rich and switch. I can't say exactly where I want to see myself. Like, um, I definitely want to be like advanced in my career. Like, my goal is to be like as high as I can be when it comes to like digital social marketing whether that's like senior vice president you know what I mean whatever that is Um, that's what I want to do for sure or it's like starting my own thing or you know what I mean whatever that is Um, but I definitely want to be in a place where like I'm financially comfortable like money isn't Mm -hmm. an issue I have to worry about like my next bill or I can't afford this like I just want to be in a place where I'm just like money isn't even really a thing to me you know what I mean like, mm-hmm. I have enough money to support my lifestyle and save for my future whether that's kids whether that's a husband hopefully I'm married in 10 years rotted hopefully I'm married in 10 I'll years and maybe a, at, least, at least a little one two child but yeah. yeah so I think that's kind of like yeah I definitely want to like keep supporting the community and building the community yeah. and doing things that I like like I started this podcast thing I think that I'm kind of good at so far so Girl, your just try and have millions of job. followers <laughs> try new Manifested. things i know <laughs> trying new things and seeing way different like i want to have multiple streams of income so that mm-hmm. thing too but that's where i think i see myself mm-hmm. i feel that too yeah i agree I, I i definitely don't want to see myself working for someone anymore mm-hmm. i'm in social services and as much as i love it and as much as you know there's gratification that you get working frontline in social services it's like 
it's so hard to work within a system yeah. that you're trying to fight against. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yo, like, I know that shit personally. I have to like, work within the guidelines of a system yeah. that I hate yeah. and right. I despise. And so, like, I honestly want to get out of that and find my own ways to kind of assist people and help people and work with people. Um, personally, I agree. Hope I have a local one-two child, have mm-hmm. a husband. Mm-hmm. Um... I honestly just want to see myself being comfortable as well. Yeah. I want to see my family proud of me. I want to see my friends proud of me. I want to have all my relationships like we were talking about earlier. Um, I want to be a successful ass photographer. Yeah, yeah. That's you will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna put that shit out yeah. in the universe? Alive, we're manifesting happen. all our dreams. Manifesting. Right here. Yeah. We're gonna listen to this shit in ten years and be yeah. like, Look at we, were right. <laughs> we were right. We were right. Um, um, for me, like, I think, I, and I've expressed this on Twitter, like, I just don't see myself being in healthcare, like, anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've done it for a long enough time, you know, like, I've gotten into, I worked at, I, I was, like, very young when I got into healthcare, like, I was, like, 20 years old, oh, wow. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I was just going on as a new grad and, like, not really knowing what I wanted to do. And part of the reason why I even got into nursing was that my parents were just like, not on my watch. Are you going to take a gap year? You can go right Uh, to fucking school (laughs) and go to college and you're going to figure it out. And I was like, all right, well, it makes sense. You know, like two years of doing like college diploma nursing and you know, it's a good paying job. It Mm -hmm. comes with good benefits, but doing it for like, I'm, I'm 28 now. Like I've been doing it for eight years and I'm like, bro, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. You get burnt out. You see, it's a revolving door, especially in mental health, which is what I do. Like it's a revolving door. You're seeing the same people over and over and over again. And there's not enough resources for them out there. So it's like you either care too much and you're just, you end up disappointed because the higher ups don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. really and truly. They don't give a fuck. Or you learn to kind of, not care but then it reflects in in the level of care you give your clients Mm -hmm. it's just not where i and now that i'm kind of going into that whole like community activist and social activism like i've been sitting on business ideas for years and part of the thing was with me is i'm such a perfectionist like you guys are never going to see it until it's like the way i want it to the t and i've been working on that for the last couple years so i like i know people say like you shouldn't be having certain goals but like i have a by 30 goal that i will be gone from like hospital work and i'll just be into entrepreneur and stuff but like when i see myself in 10 years like honestly like i literally see myself like living on a beach spreading the word about marine (laughs) biology having like 15 cats that all are from the beach like I don't even live in the house but all them beach cats you know anytime you go to the beach you see that one random cat hunting crabs like that's gonna be my cat I definitely need cats cats. that's gonna be me like that's gonna be and I just it took a while so like for any of the women that are out there that are listening to this and figuring out like and feeling that stress of like conforming to societal norms like I was one of those people I learned at like 24 like I don't want marriage. I don't want kids. Wow, okay. Like, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I spent so much of my life being like, no, you need to get married. You need to have kids. You need to have this big house and like, you know, have like a good paying job. And I was like, nah, like this is not for me. Like the older mm-hmm. you get, you just realize like you do things that make you happy. And what makes me happy it's not being fucking married. Not, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, that is okay. The idea Amen. of being committed to a nigga for the rest of your it's life. So it's so fucking scary. scary. It's scary. scary. Like, it'd have to really take a certain type of man for me to be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. he'd have to really make me feel comfortable in every aspect of my life mm-hmm. for me to be like, yeah, I'll tie myself down to you for years. But yeah. as of right now, it's just not in my picture. 
And I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody. It's, it's really literally not, not for it's everybody. Not. And people think it's for them, and then they end up divorced no. at 42. And exactly. Bro, and I don't want to do that. From birth to yeah. just find yeah. a husband yeah. and have Listen, babies. Listen, yeah. I've had some girls that I don't know if you guys, like, some girls that I went to high school, like, got married right out of high school. Wow. Right out of high school and, like, had kids and are now going through divorce. Like, yeah. imagine being, like, not even 30 years old and already going through divorce. Yeah. Like, I just did not want that for my life. Like, I just saw that, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'd rather take my time, and if I commit to somebody, even if I don't commit to them until I'm 40 years old, I'd rather know that I made mm-hmm. the right decision, right. and I did yeah. it one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just rush into something because it makes sense, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And I think with your dreams and, like, your ideas, like... Something that's been so big for me, and I'm definitely not an expert on this at all because I'm still working on it, but I just feel like you just have to start. Yeah. Because, like, I've definitely been the type of person, especially, like, just relating it to photography, like, I'm like, I need to wait till I'm better. I need to wait till I can know know Mm -hmm. how to do this, till I know how to do that, till I can do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if I waited until I was 100% ready... I would never start. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, I would never start. See, that's where my so, I'm just like, nah, I'm not bro, dropping it till just, everything yeah. lines Yo, up. <laughs> make, make the most important things line yeah. up and believe in your vision and believe in your dream. And you're going to make it happen. Yeah. And you're going to get most of your experience from doing the actual work and just yeah. diving headfirst into it. Mm-hmm. And it will work for you. Yeah. Girl, you're last. A lie? <laughs> are you guys waiting for me? We're all excited to see where you are in I know. Exactly. I don't know about me. She'll be like, I'm going to be owning my own private jet. A lie? Like, I'm going to have a hungry gal, gal train. <laughs> Jack Astor's no more hungry <laughs> gal. Oh, you guys are so sweet, honestly. No, I appreciate that, honestly. Um, honest, the things that I see for myself in 10 years, kind of like what all of you guys said, I really just want to be comfortable. I don't want to be worrying about money. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I'm working on that I hope that in 10 years like comes f- into fruition I'm really hoping but really just like inevitably I want I'm gonna be living in LA first of all that's gonna happen in the next couple of months Mark my months words. Jeez, 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 jeez. months months don't leave us <laughs> yeah like don't I'm, leave me don't leave me I'm, I'm out spread right your wings I'm out I'm out but I wanna move my entire now. family to LA mm-hmm. so within like by 10 years, I want everyone to be there, settled. Everyone's good from Milo to my parents uh-huh. to my sisters, everybody. Like, I want everyone to be there. I don't want to worry about money. I want to be good. I want to be, like, you know? That's, like, my main goal with everything that I'm doing is just that my my family's good. Like, I feel like we're so family-oriented that nobody's going to get left behind no matter what. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's my main goal. I want to also be able to continue to empower people, obviously, with, like, the program that I have right now with The Hungry Gal where I'm employing black youth, the pe- the people that I've employed, like, I want those to be, like, people that I'm working with. I don't like to say people working for me because mm-hmm. we're working mm-hmm. all together no matter at what level you're at. I want to I continue to work with black youth. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to empower them, teach them, train them, everything, make them, like, as awesome as they can be. That's kind of where I see myself in 10 years. I want to be known as, like, a mogul in oh. my time. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> snap, snap. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. This one. Woo, child. Have you ever done an all-girls trip? How did it go? Any advice for ladies going on a first trip in the future? Um, okay, so I've been on a few all-girls trips. Um, some made it out, some didn't. <laughs> 
Um, Let's start with a didn't. Uh, yeah. um, I think you have to know the people you're going on. Like I've been on multiple some of my best friends and we come out completely fine. You have to know the people you're going with. Yeah. Um, I want to be on the same page. I want us to want to do very similar things or at least be in groups where people kind of want to do similar things. Yeah. Um, people need to be kind of in, not in the same financial space, but like obviously can afford Relatively the Relatively close. Yeah. yeah. Can yeah. afford yeah, the same a, things that you want to do or the things that, places that you want to stay or the things that you want to see. Um, that too. And also it's like, like you have to know each other well Mm -hmm. because there's times but you're literally living with someone when you're on a trip whether it's three days whether it's 10 days you're literally like in someone's space you're changing you're using the bathroom Mm -hmm. you're waking up you're going to bed like you're with that person all the time or with that group of people all the time so it's like you have to know how to deal with each other Mm -hmm. um some people get annoyed certain days Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and they sometimes they get snappy or sometimes you know someone gets sick or something that happens so you have to be very open when it comes to that stuff um like I said, know who you're going on the trip with and make sure everyone's on the same page and no one gets left behind. Yeah. I can speak as somebody who's... I've done co-ed trips that personally for myself didn't go the way that I expected them to, but I've had all-girls trips and those have gone amazingly well. Like, the circle of friends I have now, like, shout out to, like, Mirna, Jumi, and Lauren because I know you guys are going to listen to this. Like, no. we have such an amazing bond like as just four group of girls and we're all kind of in the same financial aspect in life where if something comes out tomorrow we have the money or we have a credit card or we have something to put you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. taking on all those things into consideration we're at the same financial level that we can make it happen if we need to book something on the whim um if emergencies come up we got it and we're all we've all done solo travels outside of each other like we've Mm -hmm. all done like a solo trip just by ourselves somewhere and that's helped because we're all kind of comfortable with that i think the biggest issue when you find like women's like all girls trips don't really go as well it's because there's a certain level of expectations that just don't go well Mm -hmm. whereas with me anytime i go with my girls there's gonna be at least like one or two days that we're gonna break off and do our own thing and we're all cool with that yeah Mm -hmm. you don't want to do this okay that's cool well on this day i'm gonna go do it since we have no other plans you know what i mean like when we went to trinidad like there was like one day that was like kind of a write-off for all of us Mm -hmm. and we all did what we wanted to do and nobody had an issue with it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like just even circling back like i don't know if you guys had seen that topic that was on twitter the other day where a girl went to like paris with her friends and ended up having to like leave the airbnb like mid trip because they were so upset that she was doing her own thing that they couldn't even afford to do that's why and they was just like you know like you know what i mean like you know that that certain type like so there's some friends and like there's nothing wrong with that but some friends need you to be there like 24 7 like they have that anxiety they can't be you know maybe out of the country without you being there as their anchor to like circle Mm -hmm. them back and i'm i'm not that person i'm sorry like if you need constant reassurance i'm not that person for you because I'm going to be like, all right, well, you stay at home and do what you want to do because I got this, this, and this plan today, and I'm going to be out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. You need to be able to travel with people who have the same level of expectations yeah. as you. Yeah. yeah. And the same finances, too, because if you want to do fancy shit, your friends need to be able to afford that shit, yeah. or they're going to be mad. They're going to be Facts. mad that you're going and doing that, and you're and they're yeah. not. You know what and I mean? And if you like Facts. to turn up, you need to have friends exactly. who like to turn, turn up, up, or at least one or two who are like, yeah, let's go out. Exactly. I mean, yeah. there's going to be like that one friend who wants to go out, and your whole group of friends don't want to go out 
about to not your piss because you're gonna be in the room. All, you know what yeah. I mean? So make sure y'all kind of are on the same yeah. level. Yeah. And you don't want friends that are like cock blockers. Like if that's a night yeah. where you decide you want to take some dick, like your friends can't be out like having an attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you cannot have that type of women <laughs> in your friend group. Like I've never done like the Miami trip with six women in a bedroom. But for a reason, because I would never survive a trip like yeah. that. Like, yeah. I would never in my life survive a trip like that. But I have done, like I said, the co-ed ones. And I've learned from that that certain people just, they can't hang. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. You yeah. can still be friends with them in your city. Yeah. But you just wouldn't travel. Like, there's certain yeah. friends, like, I love you to death, but we are never going to leave the country together. And we've had those conversations because I'm right. like, you know what? Your expectations and my expectations are two different things. I like to eat wild shit like skid ro squid roasted in its own ink. You eat chicken nuggets everywhere. <laughs> so are we really going to travel out of the country and A have lie. the same expectations? No, we're yeah. not. You know, Facts. like, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've never been on a girl's trip, but like, I got so many warnings going on a vacation. It's like, you're going to see the real person. So I can only imagine mm. like the same thing with your friends. It's like, yeah. you're going to see sides of your friends that you yeah. don't really, you might yeah. not have seen before or even sure. thought about that. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, you kind of have to take that as it comes and try your best to plan and mm -hmm. organize around it. Cause I'm just imagining like one friend being a super duper planner and then mm -hmm. the other friend being like, yo, I want everything to be spontaneous. I don't want to yeah. plan shit. Yeah. yeah. Like how much you could potentially butt heads. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like it's really important when you go on those trips, like, like Sherry said, you really do find out a lot about those people that you go on trips yeah. with. And mm -hmm. that's okay. Like, thankfully, Pretty much every trip that I've been on, outside of like strictly work trips, have been with my best friend, and we travel everywhere together. We know each other's boundaries. We're like, "Hey, you want to go to the club tonight? I'm not going. I'm asleep by ten o'clock, mm -hmm. so I'm not going. I'm not interested, and that's okay. Like, and I'll be on the beach all day frying. She'll be like at the gym, or she'll be doing her work that mm -hmm. she has because she's in school. Like, mm -hmm. and that's okay. But then that also prepares you for other stuff in your life. Like people mm -hmm. do say that vacation really does show you the real people, and yeah. it's true mm -hmm. because now we're planning to move and live together, and it's like we know that we can actually do that yeah. Yeah. because we've been on six trips together yeah, already, right. and yeah. we understand each other's boundaries. So I would say like advice for that is just like. Be prepared. If you're, with your first trip, you really can't prepare for your first mm -hmm. trip. Mm -hmm. Like, just be prepared that things might not go as amazing as you think it might be. Mm -hmm. But just be prepared to do your own thing. Let your friends do their own thing, yeah. etc. Yeah. Like, be open-minded. Yeah. Yeah. And just yeah. ready for things to not go exactly how you yeah. planned it. Yeah. And yeah. learn from there. I think the biggest issue with women is we can be so clingy with other women. I mean, in men too, but, yeah. but women. Like, there's another Twitter situation. I don't know if you guys had seen it. But this was, like, months ago. And, like, so basically, the long story short was a group of girls were planning on going to Bali together. Mm. And one of them, as they were disembarking the plane, forgot her passport on the plane. And they either laid over oh, in nice. Shanghai or Singapore. One of the motherfucking cities that had an S. Probably and it was in the Asia. And it was in Asia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if any of you has traveled to Asia, you know immigration is, like, it's not one you want to play with. Like, you do not want to play with them. They will oh. fucking whoop your ass, and you will have no rights. <laughs> they took and, my like, eyebrow scissors. Yeah, like, they, <laughs> they, don't, they don't play. They don't play. Okay? So when they got to... They disembarked off the plane. They got to immigration. That's when homegirl realized she, missed, she was missing her passport. Oh, yikes. Obviously, at that point, passport's gone. Somebody took it. They've already planned out how they're going to get to Canada on your, oh, you know, God. you know what I mean? So she got detained. Like, not even, like, they held her. Like, she was in immigration jail at the airport. 
and her friend said you know what there's not much that we can do about this and the actual birthday girl was like i can't help you so i'm gonna continue on my trip to bali oh fuck and she left <sighs> and i guess the girl who got detained had the airbnb under her name so she's like cancel all that shit you're not staying nowhere where i'm detained like yeah. blah 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 so she homegirl like birthday girl had to figure out her last minute accommodations and the whole thing spilled out onto twitter i think i saw that and yeah it was real messy it was real fucking messy and i think like for me in that situation like i'm a very loyal friend so i'm gonna stay there until you tell me to leave Mm -hmm. but on the flip side the friends that i would travel with would never tell me to stay there knowing that i can't do anything for you and they'd be like you know what i fucked up i lost my passport go on about your ways and enjoy your trip Mm because on the same side like i would i would i would want like i would want you to grant me that opportunity like you fucked up and if i was a friend exactly if i was a friend in that situation i'm not gonna let my fuck up ruin everybody's trip yeah you know what i mean so i think those expectations need to be like laid out right from the beginning like we're going on this trip you don't like to do xyz but i like to do xyz Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna do this on this day Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like we have to have that clear communication with other women we have to have a doomsday plan yeah (laughs) seriously (laughs) yep okay what is the biggest thing you've learned about yourself from your past relationships i'll keep this one very quick i need to learn how to communicate Mm -hmm. and not be as like aggressive or like yeah. jumpy yeah. with certain things i like how to respect myself what the mm-hmm. heck <laughs> putting up with shit i did not have to put up with yeah and i think i learned like now it's like yo if you fuck up with me snip snip bitch You're done. yeah <laughs> that's <Nice>. it <laughs> You're done um the biggest thing that i learned about myself from my past relationship was that that person has to accept me for everything that i am and what i mean by that very quickly is if you don't accept the fact that I'm gonna be around celebrities almost every time I travel, I'm gonna be traveling all the time, so I'm probably never gonna be home. I'm not gonna respond to your texts all the time. I'm not gonna be available all the time. If you don't understand that, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I tried for years to to like get that person to be comfortable with like who I am and what I do and my occupation and the people I'm gonna be around. If you're not cut out for that, it's just not gonna work. So that's like, I would say the biggest thing that I've learned is like, I almost now feel like I need to be with somebody that <laughs> you see the whole like be Simone like oh, I don't want a nigga with a nine to five, yeah. like not even <laughs> not even to that extent like at all. But I understand what she just her her delivery was just just not her delivery was just not it. But I understand what she meant in that regard was like you need to be with somebody that understands what you're doing and understands like the extents that you have to go through and be comfortable with what you're doing and not have those insecurities because just because I'm around X, Y, and Z doesn't mean that I'm going to be doing anything or talking to them or exchanging phone numbers for that reason. Right. You know, so the biggest thing I I took out of those was like, I need somebody that genuinely understands my line of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, For me, I feel like, shit, I've learned a lot from my past relationships because it's not like, this is the thing, I don't commit myself often, but when I do, it's long term. Like, mm-hmm. so my first relationship was for four years. My second relationship after that was like two and a half, almost three years. And the relationship after that was like another three years. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, if I'm gonna publicly claim you, it's like, it's for real. And <laughs> in all those situations, I learned a lot of different things for myself. One, 
um, was I need to work on my communication big time because mm-hmm. I'm just like you're supposed to read my fucking mind yeah. and know that I'm upset and because you didn't like fuck you we're done yeah even just, just <laughs> And then I just take the nigga back two days later. I'm like, what was the point of all that? Why did I give all that energy just to come crawling back two days later, you know? So definitely taking that time for myself. I think that's what I've learned is when I'm upset, I need to be on my own. Like, I just need to think about it. Because if you come to me right when I'm upset, it's going to be, we're going to break up right now. You know, where I just need that time to calm down. Um, Just even back to um, what Dahlia says, just accepting, like, I want people that their vision aligns with what I want. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, they're okay with certain situations. I like, guess I may be in situations that me, you may be uncomfortable with, but like trust and understand me. Like carnival is a big thing for me. You oh, know what right. I mean? Like that's my culture. That's something yeah. I've, I've, I've gone, I've been raised in. I started playing mass when I was like 13 years old. Like mm-hmm. I didn't do kitties carnival, but I started playing like grown mass when I was 13 years old and didn't take a break from like 13 till 28. It's been like every year playing mass, mm-hmm. you know, I can't date somebody that's like, Oh, I don't really like you doing all this and this. Cause I'm like, but like, no, that's me. You're not going to make me choose. Yeah. You're not going to make me choose. It's going to be carnival. Yeah. I'm going to be there <laughs> pelting my waist with no yeah. fucking regrets. Yeah. Like I don't even care. You know what I mean? Like, so I just think for me, it was like learning to not accommodate based on differences and just choose people based on them aligning with what I want in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and just not backing down on that. Not because there's times where it's like you'll like, you know, have you ever had that time where you like you like somebody, but it's like you guys want two different things. Yeah. So you yeah. just like really want to make it work. That's yeah. why you just keep them as dick. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> <Hey>. Yeah. Like, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think for me, one thing I've also learned is um, I need to stop being so skeptical, and I need to stop assuming the worst. I assume the worst of, like everything. Mm. But that's not a bad that. thing though. Like Yo, I feel like your intuition really doesn't fail you sometimes. That's true. You're like keeping sense. Like you're yeah, keeping yeah, sense yeah, of yeah. everything that's you going are. around. Yeah. That's I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it, within reason, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. there's an extreme where it's like, okay, whoa, you're doing a like, lot. You're doing a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot to happen that's not actually gonna happen, mm-hmm. but. I think within a reasonable, like, it keeps you keeps you aware, keeps you yeah. on your toes watching the person to see what's going to happen. You ready for our last question? I'm ready. Oh, it's fair. How has quarantine affected you? <laughs> Apart from gaining weight. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely gotten a little bit of more fluff. But um, honestly, I think quarantine has affected me in a way where... I really love my home (laughs) and I really um, I think I'm a lot more productive with my job and my career path from home if that makes sense I feel like the whole the whole culture that we have of doing a nine-to-five and waking up at 730 and getting ready and going to work and having an hour commute like that to me it doesn't even make sense because I'm so much more productive in my own space you know what i mean there's so much more work and so much more passion that i have when i'm doing it from my home and i don't know what it is if it's the difference of location or like maybe it's a mental thing but i feel like the whole nine to five culture just doesn't like yeah i'll work nine to five from home but like the whole like getting ready and you know dress code and like that shouldn't have to affect the quality of work that i do so i feel like Mm -hmm. this whole quarantine has taught me like you can do so many things from the quality of your own home and also have um, or from the comfort of your home, sorry, and also have um, 
like time to do other things like i lose so much time where like you know i'm an hour commute to work so i'm up at seven i have to leave my house by eight to get to work by nine then i leave work at like 5 5 30 and i'm home by 6 37 that i don't have the rest of my day yeah. but for me to you know finish my work now at 5 or 5 30 and have enough time to you know actually cook a meal that i want to do mm-hmm. or you know do a podcast that i want to start or anything like that like i actually have the time and the energy to do that but i feel like going into work can be so draining mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. and i feel like this whole quarantine has taught people that and i'm hoping that it permanently shifts Mm -hmm. the whole culture of going to work monday to friday nine to five and that's what you get paid for because i don't think that's how it has to be Mm -hmm. in my opinion listen girl for me it's the complete opposite i do not feel productive at home at all Mm -hmm. like there are days when i'm like on my shit and i'm like yo i'm doing this like i'm in it i'm i'm in the zone like i can work but there are so many days where I'm just, I don't know, I feel like I need to have that separation between mm-hmm. work and home. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate the commute, as much as I mm-hmm. hate it taking time out of my day, as much as I love to have the extra energy and the time that I want to have, it's like, I just feel like once my environment changes, my mindset changes, and I'm like, okay, yeah. here I am at work, I need to be doing work right, right. now. Whereas yeah. I'm at home and I'm like, I could be playing Switch, I could be watching YouTube, yeah, yeah. I could be doing, like, you know yeah. what I mean? I could be doing all these different things. Um... But I do think that quarantine has affected me in the way that, like, I've really realized how much I don't want to do that. I don't mm-hmm. want to go to an office. Right. How much I... I used to always think, like, I could work a full-time job and then have my hustle on the side. Mm-hmm. But now I feel so hungry where I'm just like, I don't want to do that, period. Yeah. I want to have my whole entire life be a creative lifestyle. Right. I don't want to work on somebody else's clock. So I feel like that's the biggest thing where it's affected me, where it's like... I've really realized, like, yo, how do I want my life to be shaped? Do I want to work for myself for the rest of my life, or Mm -hmm. do I want to work for somebody else for the rest of my life? And either way, working for yourself is hard, it's difficult. There's so many things that you don't think about um, when you're just thinking about the ideal Mm -hmm. of working for yourself. But I would rather have that than be commuting to an office for a job that I just really don't connect with at the end of the day. Right. So... It's a lot. I feel like it's affected me the same way. Like, I didn't realize how much, like, how good I am at my job is dependent on outside factors. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm good at my job because most of the time I blow off steam by going out for drinks with my friends or doing something, just whatever I can find downtown. Like, I'll just go and do it. And having to lose all of that and just be at home. And it was worse that because I work in mental health, or sorry, like, because I work in healthcare, like, I got redeployed to a unit I didn't even want to work on, you know, but I had no other choice. I couldn't argue it. That was just a part of redeployment. We lost our rights when the Emergency Act was put in place. So having to be forced into doing something I didn't want to do and then losing everything else, I was like, yo, you're, I'm really not happy. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm really not happy. And I was able to push through my unhappiness because my reward for being unhappy was always like travel like okay you only have to do like x amount of overtime shifts at the hospital and then you know you're going to be off doing whatever in whatever country and you're going to be good and when i removed all that i was like yo you are not happy here like mm-hmm. and this is and just even sitting here i was like if i had to remove like if i lost all my friends today if i was never able to travel and this is what i had to do for the rest of my life i wouldn't be able to do it right mm-hmm. and it's something I've known before, but again, me being a perfectionist, me being like the the fear of rejection and putting myself out there has stopped me from being an entrepreneur and like doing my own business and, and doing all the things that I've wanted to do. Like I have so many like 
like ideas that I've just been sitting on mm-hmm. and quarantine was like no girl you need to get your shit together because if mm-hmm. you have to do this you're gonna be unhappy you're gonna burn out you're gonna be one of those like nurses that talk back to everybody yeah. like you know give like the ones that they complain about all the time oh, that be given attitude and be like you want Tylenol alright fuck this shit you know what I mean like <laughs> I didn't want to be that person and I realized now I'm like you need to get out of it before you reach that level yeah. like mm-hmm. and it's, it's it, that's what I said I, like I got my buy 30 goal Mm-hmm. Come hell or high water, whether I have that income stream or not, I'm leaving yeah. healthcare. Like I'm right. leaving it, and I'm gonna start a new decade with something new, and hopefully it works out. But we'll That's see. Dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Last but not least, um, <laughs> quarantine affected me in a really positive way. Um, I haven't spent more than like two to three weeks in this country since 2017. So, oh, wow. yeah, I was always traveling, whether people knew it or not. I was actually like never here. Um, so it helps me in like such a positive way because I was able to kind of tap back into like my own community and like the resources that are available here, be able to build some sort of infrastructure here. Because like I said, with like the with the program that I'm doing with the black youth, I'm able to now help these youth. But now now that things are kind of opening back again, I'm going to start traveling again. I still have like work set out for them that I don't even need to be here to do. So quarantine affected me like in such a positive way that I'm so grateful for. But also I started to do things that I wanted to do that otherwise I wasn't able to do because of me being so busy. And one of them was writing a book. That's something that I've always thought about doing. But I was like, there's no way that I would ever sit down and write a book because you sleep on every flight. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you touch down, you're like, you hit the ground running. Like, there's no way you're going to ever write a book. So it's just like little things that I've always wanted to do. And one thing, like, everyone would always be like, yo, sell your food. You're such a good cook. Sell your mm-hmm. food. Like, can I buy plates off of you? Whatever. And I was like, no, 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 no. And now I'm like, I actually have an entire business. <laughs> so it really, it really did help me in a positive way. It also helped me, like, one thing... Um, that I really have been wanting to do for a while is kind of connect myself with a charity or with some sort of like good cause. Mm-hmm. And now like through the hungry gal, like proceed of like a percentage of all proceeds go towards African food basket and African food basket like provides um, meals to those in need. So I've been finally able to align myself with the cause with like a positive cause. So it's been like really awesome to me, to be honest. Um, I'm really happy that I got this time. I know there's a lot of people like, and I even said this, I don't know if it was a caption or wherever I said it, but I feel like a lot of people felt pressured that they needed to like really do something during this time. But some people genuinely just needed a break. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like if you went through this whole thing and now things are opening back up and you feel like you did nothing, maybe you mentally, physically, and emotionally just needed a break from everything that you were doing before, which is totally okay. But yeah. um, for myself, it was honestly a blessing in disguise i got to like build relationships that i wouldn't have built otherwise because now people finally have time Mm -hmm. so um yeah it makes you think about how fast the world is usually going oh my god yeah i'm actually scared to go back to the normal like once my office is like okay guys come back in like i'm actually nervous Mm -hmm. for that time because i feel like i've 
settled into like this but that's the thing too i feel like a lot of businesses and stuff will be like we don't need you guys here yeah Yeah. maybe we don't need an office space maybe we can even cut back on things Mm -hmm. like now it's like what's the point if we've been like operating perfectly fine unless there's like appointments that need to be like face to face and stuff like that of Mm -hmm. course but otherwise it's like you guys don't need this big ass 30 30 story building downtown toronto like you Mm -hmm. know what i mean no but I definitely think we're going to see a shift in a lot of people working from home now because I think mm-hmm. this quarantine has like, and I hate this word, but normalized yeah, <laughs> working from home. Like so many people are realizing like all those in-person meetings really could have been through an email yep. or Zoom or you know yep. what I mean? For like, sure. And I think it will really help people because like a lot, and I started realizing this only recently, like a lot of people only live downtown out of convenience because mm-hmm. that's where they work. That's where their headquarters is. That's where their main office is. If you could work from home, you don't have to do that paycheck to paycheck struggle of living downtown anymore. Yeah, you could move out to like fucking St. Catharines if mm-hmm. you wanted to yes. and take the go train back for that one time a week you got to go into the yeah. office. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it really has shifted us into realizing that a lot of things we were doing, we didn't actually even need to do. Yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah. So. Are y'all dead? They did. They did. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just, <laughs> like, I'm just agreeing, like, it's true. Yo, it's I hear you. Oh, that's like, that's true. <laughs> I'm not dead, bro. That honey jack is speaking to my soul. <laughs> Yo, I might start singing into this mic, okay? <laughs> Some ASMR <Yeah>. rolling. <laughs> Let me answered 16 questions dealt with two scenarios, so we actually touched on, like, 18 different things. I feel like we yeah, didn't even touch impressive. that much because it, it's like time yeah. flew. You think oh shit, flew? it's like 1220. Yeah. <laughs> God, I gotta go to bed, y'all. I know. So we're going to close out episode four mm-hmm. of their. I think this was good. Ask the girls. I love this. Yeah. So Thank you for having us. I should have a part two. I feel like we yeah. should just like have these conversations. Like, you know, I forgot that we were even like, I just felt like we were sitting down just like. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was always just chilling with my girls in a group chat. It felt like a group FaceTime. It felt like a group FaceTime where we were all just like, you know. Oh I love it. Do you have any final words? Nah. Girl, no? I just want to say. <laughs> he is not ass. out of your league. Let's He's remember not that. Out of your no, league. Not out of Do your you league. see men? They're for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the title. They Do you see men? Do you He's see men? Yes or yes. Like. <laughs> um, yeah. That's it. That's Book your good. shoots, Dom's lines. That's all I got to say. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter, but just know, like, I'm not a social activist. Like, <laughs> like I'm a social activist, like, a good 50% of the time. Other time, I'm just ignorant jokes. Like, so just know when you sign up for that shit, expect it to be 50% ignorance and 50% this is what I stand by and yeah. I'm willing to fight to the death of it. Yeah. Like, and a lot of pictures of my cat. And a lot of pictures of my fucking cat. Look out for me and Dom's photo shoot going to drop next week. Oh, girl. Ciao. <laughs> so we're officially signing off. This has been episode four. Look at her voice changes. She's back to the seduction. We're officially signing off. It's my, it's my sensual voice. She's about to go to her pop smoke voice. Anyways, we are signing off. This is episode four of the Relentless Diaries. I'm your host, Zoe. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.